Adulting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And today is Christmas Eve, which means we have to wrap all of our gifts still. Yeah, we've done... No, we... No, yeah, we have nothing. <laughs> we have to still wrap everything. From Like, nothing's done. I'm so upset. But, you know... Yeah, I'm hoping we can just not do it. Yeah. And if this supposed Santa Claus does exist, he'll do it for us. Right. Okay. I mean, that's that's a nice theory. And then, if he doesn't, I'm going to get on social media. Mm-hmm. I'm going to post about how this guy is such a fraud and a sham and that he didn't do anything he supposedly does. Yeah. And that he's on my naughty list oh, okay. for next year. Okay. I'm going to have this whole smear campaign uh-huh. directed towards Santa Claus. I mean, it'll probably go pretty well. I'm going to make all the kids hate him. He's going to get, like, his elves are going to go on, like, union strikes. Yeah. His reindeer are going to probably leave. Yeah. And if he tries to stop them, animal abuse. PETA will get involved for yeah, sure. Yeah, PETA for sure will get involved. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy... <laughs> <laughs> you better get his shit in order, because I, I feel like he's already dropping the ball, and he hasn't even done it yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you ask our stockings hanging on the wall, Santa's already been here, so... Ah, yes. He, he put some of those <laughs> closet gifts. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a pretty exciting episode. Yeah. It's at, we're on, what, episode 12? That's Yep, that's it. We are on episode 12. It's very exciting. It's pretty fucking exciting. Also, um, in case anybody hasn't noticed already... Audio may sound a little different this episode because we are uh, recording from a mobile location. Yeah, we are not in our uh, natural habitat, if you will. Right. We, we are at my family's house. And we had to rig something up while everyone was out. So Yeah, so we have our microphone plugged to a laptop in a room we are not used to recording in. So I hope it's not echoey, uh, but if it is, just pretend like you're listening in a cave. Yep. It's for ambiance. Yeah. This is the podcast cave edition. DTF cave. <laughs> but we've had a pretty uh, crazy week so far. Yeah. Not even a week yet, but it feels like a week. A lot of things we were really looking forward to that have come out. So. Yeah, a lot of shit has dropped. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we spent Friday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know how we did it. We spent Friday watching the entire season of Witcher, which dropped that day. I was very sick, so that probably helped because I didn't go to work that day. Yeah, we were yeah. we were both home, so she was homesick. Yeah, I got to enjoy taking care of her, aka watching a bunch of stuff <laughs> while she's sick. Yeah, and giving her the occasional spaghettios, you know. Yeah, but yeah, so we watched the The Witcher, mm-hmm. the entire season. What like I guess eight hours because it's eight episodes. Yes, and then we watched. Also, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That was a which, struggle for me. Which was alone three hours, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you were sick, but we like yeah. already had bought the tickets a long time before. Yes. And, I mean, was... we, we could have not gone, but... I know, but I, I felt I, bad, I, so. I would have been a crab, for sure. Yeah. So, we managed to do, I guess, 11 hours of content in a day. Well, I guess more than that, because we also watched an episode of Mandalorian. Did we? Yeah. Oh. But we thought that it was the oh, end of the season and it wasn't, so right. we wasted an hour on that when we could have just waited for the next week. But 
I digress. Yeah. So we did a lot of that shit all on Friday. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday morning, we drove about four and a half, five hours with traffic to Ugh, yeah. the mountains to visit my brother and parents and go to the cabin. Yeah. yeah. Go, it was... go, go to his cabin. Thankfully not snowing when we got there, but it snowed the next day, so it was yeah. nice. Yeah, was, we had a lot of snow. We got to play in. Mm-hmm. We made a snowman. He had mm-hmm. a butt plug. <laughs> yeah, it was a really uh, family-friendly snowman, you know? Yeah, until I <laughs> corrupted it with a butt plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. a nose that I just put in his butt. Yeah. That you had to make a butt for. <laughs> that I what? That you had to make a butt for. Yeah, I made a butt. He didn't so, have I a mean, butt. Uh, how are you going to put a butt plug in on, on a buttless snowman? You know, you yeah. have to. <laughs> True. So I was teaching my, my niece the, the important things of snowman. Yeah, I also like how the snowman was like for her, but she didn't care at all. She had she no fucks like, to give. She was like, I want to go back inside. <laughs> I don't think she was even like that. She just didn't no, care. No, she just didn't care at all. Yeah. Then my brother's dog was... Raging. Raging in the snow. Yeah, she was having a great time. Could you imagine our dogs having any experience in the snow? They would just be terrified of everything. I feel like Roscoe probably would enjoy it, but Susie would probably like sit at the doorway and like curled up, like, do I have to go outside? Like yeah. I feel like she would not be down. She would just lay down and just wait to die. Yeah. She's like, Well, this is this is where I this is where my story ends. Yeah. <laughs> she wouldn't even shake out of terror. Yeah. Because that would warm her up, keeping her alive longer. Yeah, it's not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, so we had a nice time doing that. Played some uh, board games. Mm-hmm. Or I guess I watched you guys play. I was like, play. you didn't play. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I don't even understand what you guys are playing. I still don't either. And I wasn't even concerned enough to figure it out. You were busy with your uh, Link's Awakening. That's anyway. true. I, I jumped back on Link's Awakening and beat it. Yeah. Um. What? So what were you playing? Uh, it's called Sequence. Sequence. Okay. It looked like it was like Connect Four meets poker. I mean, that's it's probably a decent it, way to it's describe like it. Connect Four and poker fucked. Yeah. There's like in sequence. They put the cards and the deck all on the board. Ran. I don't know if they're random or not. They don't seem random, but they don't really seem like they have a huge, like easily discernible pattern. And so you get everybody certain color chips, and then you draw six cards, and your goal is to get five in a row, diagonal or up and down, and then... So it's a lottery ticket. I guess. It's a scratcher. Yeah. Okay. Well, we don't need to get into <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. It's called Sequence. If you've heard of it, you're probably old. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Shade. My parents were all about it. I've never heard of the damn game. I think I've heard of it once growing up, and somehow they were like all about this game all of a sudden. It was relatively entertaining. They like bought a new version because the other one was like disintegrating from existing too right. long. They kept getting mad because your brother was beating them, though. Oh. Because he's like an analyst or something, oh. so that's their so joke. He, is he that was he cheating with see- math. Yeah, cheating with math, exactly. Okay. Well, you know. But I won my first game. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. And then the second time I lost, so it probably was beginner's luck. Yeah. But it's fine. Those kind of games I are mean, fun I don't know how me. to play it. Probably would never try to play it. Yeah. You have to pick this. There's a balance between choosing, do I make the next step to benefit my five in a row or to interrupt somebody else's five in a row? So, so it's kind of like offense versus defense. Yes. Playing uh, Yeah. You have to be careful other. about what you choose. Yeah. I play defense with fantasy football sometimes. Mm-hmm. If I know I'm like just a trash team. Uh-huh. I'll go pick up as many players that could help other people 
so that they can't get them. Yeah. And then stopping them. Right. From doing better. Right. Rather than me just beating them. Yeah, that makes sense. So. I can see I that. could probably apply that strategy to this game. Yeah. Or I could just not care. And, yeah. And just be like, come at me with Mario Kart. I'll fuck you up, you know? Yeah. That's more my style. Yeah. Oh. But let's get into our shit, shall we? We have a lot of stuff. We do. We need you know, to get started. We, we teased a lot of our fucking trash that we watched. Not that it was trash, trash. but I just... <laughs> that's how I'm describing it. Yeah. Inaccurately. Right. So, I'll start with gaming, I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. We are going to talk a couple big things. You know, we had the movie and, and show we watched, so... You know, Star Wars, Witcher. We'll, wa- we'll talk about those probably a little bit more. So, we'll probably be a little bit quicker mm-hmm. with all the other stuff. Yes. At least I will try to be. I say Yeah, that. we're going to try to be. So let's get in some gaming news. We got something that uh, got me excited to hear, which I kind of was expecting. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just kind of playing the cards to get to where I think it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So uh, Capcom has filed a trademark for a bunch of retro games, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Dino Crisis, Power Stone, Mega Man, Rival Schools, Strider, Darkstalkers 3. Okay. Uh, these are all familiar franchises. Mm-hmm. Um, Mega Man was pretty dormant for a long time. They did come out with the... what I don't know which number they're on. They came out with a newer Mega Man recently. Uh, I want to say within the last year. It was like perceived pretty well. Uh, obviously updated to the graphics you expect at you know, a modern... You know, console experience. Mm-hmm. But what people really want is Mega Man Legends 3. That's the one that people fucking want. So okay. let's get on that, Capcom. Okay. Um, but the one that really... The rest of them are pretty expected. Darkstalkers 3. I'd like to see a revival of that. It's a pretty dormant one. Pretty uh, popular around the PlayStation 1 time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power Stone. That was actually on Dreamcast. That was like a, a launch game on Dreamcast, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, Dino Crisis is the one that I really want to talk about, though. Okay, so we have Dino Crisis trademarked, or filed for trademark. Okay. Uh, Resident Evil 3, when that game came out on PlayStation, the original, they had a demo for Dino Crisis. They did? On the disc. Okay. So you could play a demo for Dino Crisis. Okay. Play the shit out of that. Yeah, it was basically good. Jurassic Park the game. Okay. You know, Jurassic Park meets Resident Evil. So let's do this. For you then? Let's do this. Yes. <laughs> so they did that. They had a demo, which you know made sense. Mm-hmm. Get all that fan base there to get exposed to this new franchise and get people on board, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of was suspecting something along the lines because there had always been like rumors, or not necessarily rumors, but just. I guess fan hopes and dreams that Capcom would remake Re- or Dino Crisis, right? Mm-hmm. Since it was such a beloved franchise, right? So with Resident Evil 3's official announcement, I kind of was speculating. I wonder if they would do some kind of Easter egg or tease or something within Resident Evil 3, mm-hmm. if not a demo, right? To kind of do like a nice nostalgia of the demo that was in the original Resident Evil 3 yeah, like for Dino that. Crisis. Yeah, that would be cool. So I kind of was like, just back of my head thinking about that. And as soon as I saw this, I was like, well, fuck. Now they have to do this. Mm-hmm. So 
if Capcom does not do a Dino Crisis demo or some kind of Easter egg or tease or just some kind of hint mm-hmm. that it's in development mm-hmm. within Resident Evil 3, then like that's just a missed opportunity on their end. Right. And they need to hire me for their marketing and right. PR and all that trash. Well, I mean, I don't want to be devil's advocate, but it's uh, kind of funny that we bring this up right after what you talked about about fantasy football. Isn't it um, fairly common for publishers to file trademarks on old stuff just to make sure somebody else doesn't pick it up? Yes, that's very true. That is that is a thing. So that, that's also a possibility here. It is very much a possibility. Yeah. But we're it, hoping it's that's empty. not the case. It could be just be an empty routine to okay. keep property, you know, trademarks. Mm-hmm. But... They have also said recently that they, because of the success of Resident Evil 2, they are more committed to remakes and mm-hmm. bringing back older franchises that were loved. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, along with Dino Crisis, Onimusha was a very loved franchise. Uh, it came out about the PS2 time. Mm-hmm. Within this last year, they had the port of Onimusha 1 on xbox and playstation you know modern consoles okay um it was a straight port nothing new to it you know but it's still had its flaws excited. of the old you know game play controls and all that stuff so like it it's a little hard to go back to but i kind of wonder if that was a test to see how much people care about onimusha still mm-hmm. to see if they want to move forward with a onimusha remake or a reboot or whatever sequel so hoping that's a, that's the case yeah is dino crisis onimusha bring them all back all those are good yeah but that's basically it okay so i mean you're right it could just be nothing and i'm just getting excited over nothing but let me have it okay you know you can have it <laughs> uh okay so next we have dead dove situation if I know. you ask this me this one's not even exciting but... uh so fallen <laughs> order sequel is potentially in the works uh, for EA already. I mean, yeah, right? This is all evidence based on the fact that they posted a few job openings on their website saying Respawn is hiring for the Star Wars team. So, yeah. Yeah, so senior sense. character artist, <laughs> level designer, and senior software engineer specific to the Star Wars team. That's, that's their jobs they were searching for. Yeah. Um, I mean... This is kind of like tied into like your whole that was advocate of the last story. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, well, this could just be them looking to work on something post launch of a game. That's true. Because uh, they are still actively working with Battlefront Two. Uh, it's you know it had a lot of controversy uh, with the microtransactions at its launch. It it failed uh, to meet their expectations on sales and all that because of the controversy yeah um they did tweaks to the marketplace on how they do that and uh so it is possible that this is just something that's working toward that because with the new rise of skywalker i believe they're doing some kind of a event or special addition to the game okay um i saw people posting about are you going to go back to battlefront 2 now that there are whatever doing some bullshit. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't look too far into it, but... Got it. Um, I will probably go check it out when we get home. Okay. To see what they're talking about. Um, so it's possible it's just that. But Fallen Order perceived pretty highly by yeah, overall I, people. Everyone I know likes it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it 
has its flaws, but it, overall, it's a fun single-player Star Wars experience. Uh-huh. Um, so I like that it's single-player. EA is still in their contract with Disney for Star Wars game exclusive yeah, production nights. Yeah, they've got, uh, what, four years or three years left? Yeah, it was uh, 2013 or five. Okay, so yeah. Three. 14 that they signed the deal, and they had a 10-year deal to make Star Wars games, which okay. has not done that great. You know, with yeah. the record, Battlefront was pretty fun, but it was only multiplayer. Battlefront 2, as we discussed, added single player, which was decent. First person shooter. Um, didn't do that great with the multiplayer aspect because of all the issues with microtransactions. Mm-hmm. Um, then that's basically been it outside yeah. of Fallen Order. Right. Uh, they had a couple other games that they were working on. Uh, infamously canceled. A lot of drama. Yeah. Uh, was it Amy, Amy Hennig, Hennig? I yeah. believe. Yeah, she's the, the one who was lead writer for the Uncharted series. Mm-hmm. Uh, she jumped on to do an open world Star Wars game, which was like a Bioware-esque. Uh-huh. Game like in, was that the open world one? Yeah, okay. so it was basically going to be like a Mass Effect style game uh-huh. with that kind of quality so storytelling cool. with the Star Wars brand. I just can't believe that. And that was this big thing. Uh, Visceral, I believe, was working on it. They got shut down. They were the ones known for Dead Space. Hmm. Uh, it was handed over to the Vancouver team. For mm-hmm. EA, I guess the game took a complete change in direction. They completely started from scratch. Oh. They changed a lot of it. Uh, she left. I don't. I, I don't want to say she was fired. I think she just stepped away. Um, either way, she was the lead on it, and she left for whatever reason. And then the game pretty much got canceled shortly after that, I believe. Right. Uh, so that was disappointing. And then, of course, the Fallen Order was the big surprise. From the team that was doing, uh, you know, Titanfall. Mm-hmm. And, and then they came out with um, Apex Legends. And so it's like, how the fuck were they working on all these games at the same time when they're the, the size team that they are? Right. So that was kind of a, a big, exciting thing to see that they were able to put out a good Star Wars game with the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So most likely with their success, this is a sequel in early production. Yeah, that would make sense. Uh, especially with four years, they'll get at least one more game out. If yeah. not, having another de- developer working on something else. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, seems pretty obvious. Next, we have Series X. Uh, was the label they gave to the Xbox at the mm-hmm. recent uh, Game Awards, I guess they revealed the, the name of it. Yes. So, that has been uh, now updated that that's just... A model name for the the console in general. It's not really the next console itself. That's just the overall branding for the next consoles coming out. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of going to be like we have Xbox One S, Xbox X mm-hmm. currently. So it's going to be like there's probably going to be multiple variants within Series X, right. which you know makes sense because it's called Series X, right? And I think the baseline is just going to be called Xbox is the name of the console. Okay. So they're going back to the original. Yeah. I guess. And I mean, that's, you know, unify your brand. Yeah. 
you know, they've been pretty scattered with their names for the Xbox. They had Xbox for the original, mm-hmm. as you put it. You know, yeah. they went to Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Then they went to Xbox One. Mm-hmm. You know, so now they're going back to Xbox, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then the overall Series X. So it they've kind of been all over the place, you know. Yeah. As opposed to PlayStation. PlayStation mm-hmm. 1, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 3. You know, like... Yeah. But at a certain point, even the PlayStation is going to need to be like, all right, we need to figure this out right. because we can't, we can't keep going up in numbers. I'm assuming after PlayStation Five, they're yeah. they might start reevaluating. Although they did trademark they did up trademark to ten them. or eleven, I believe yeah. it was. So who knows? Yeah, true. But again, they could just be wanting those numbers. I wonder numbers. if the reason they're renaming. I wonder if somebody trademarked the name Xbox Two already. Hey, that's very likely. Uh, people <laughs> do that. They will. By domain names, uh-huh. trying to predict like the next console names and stuff, yeah. so that they can get the companies to buy those domains from them. Yeah, that's a whole business path in itself that people do. Yeah, predicting what they can. Yeah. Uh, so I know there's like a couple of details that people might find important about the Series X, since we're on that subject. Is that uh, compared to the One X, it's a two times as powerful graphics processing unit. And a four times as powerful CPU. Um, so that's apparently showing some pretty cool transitions between different video, uh, video that's, and games. And that's whatever. four times the One X, right? Correct. One, so the, the One X, yeah. That's, I mean, it says even powerful. more because yeah. the One X is the higher performance of the current arsenal of Xbox exactly. consoles. Uh yeah, it, on the technical level, this is just looking amazing, the mm-hmm. Xbox. Yeah. Um, backwards compatibility was a big thing that they just announced. So, original backwards compatibility games, like, you know, original Xbox games mm-hmm. and, or not X, oh yeah, original Xbox, 360, and one are all going to be backwards compatible. Nice. With this. That's awesome. Day one. Okay. That's amazing. That's really good. Which they kind of have to go that route, right? Because yeah, it's Game Pass. Did. Well, no, because of Game Pass. And Game Pass, that makes sense, yeah. Like it, because of the service that has those games on it, like you, you pretty much can't divide like that because then Game Pass won't have as much in the library mm-hmm. going to the next console. Yeah, otherwise. yeah. So they kind of have to make it so it works all together. That's a good point. So I mean, this is, I guess a, I don't know how you would would just call it like an update on the labeling of the next gen. Yeah. To all it was. Yeah. I'll let you take the next one because you're more <laughs> about this than I am. Okay. I haven't actually gotten into uh, the game to see this, but uh, anybody who plays The Sims 4, uh, if you have downloaded the latest patch, which I think was December 12th or 13th, um, you will also find a new item in the uh, buy mode uh, in the decor section, which is Baby Yoda. And... Um, it's called the child statue which they refer to if anybody watches mandalorian they refer to him as the child in the show so it makes sense that they would name it that um and he costs 504 simoleons and unfortunately he's only plus one environment so it's kind of bullshit um but it's like from one to ten so yeah i I was gonna say i have no idea what you're talking about but i'm assuming anybody who plays knows what the hell you're talking about the decor items add like 
uh, decor points or environment points to your surroundings. So they'll be happy based on good surroundings and sad based on yeah. bad surroundings. Does Baby Yoda have some kind of like perk or anything that like draws in more women to want to have sex with you? <laughs> Not that I've apparently seen. the the sex life in Sims 4 is is pretty uh, pretty <laughs> action packed from what I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, you you've you've taught me about a whole life and in Sims 4 that apparently is like Yeah. all about banging as many people as you can and Well, it's about getting babies from them. <laughs> My bad. I'm referring to the hundred baby challenge. We're, we're being responsible. We're not here for the sex <laughs> in this game. It's for the babies. There's different How ways. How quickly can I pump out babies in this? There's Sims just floor? different ways that people will play the game. Find to entertain themselves after they have exhausted all of the expansion packs or whatever. So there's like a whole streaming market. Yeah. Of player slash viewers who uh-huh. just want to see. How quickly... So they're speedrunning poor life decisions. Yes. In a video game. Yeah, and it's not always... They're not always playing their 100 Baby Challenge save, but they'll play like that for a while or they'll play some other... There's like different... There's a lot of different challenges. That's just one of them that I thought was the most ridiculous. And I just want to verify. Yeah. Well, not verify. I want to clarify. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying having a child is a poor life decision. (laughs) Having multiple children as fast as you can is probably... a with life all decision. with all different fathers and games that you never and, marry at all and or real life get it's probably with. not the best decision yeah it's sketchy as fuck um, but you can make a living off of that yeah yeah you sell the baby or no no, no. you just like get the government <laughs> to pay you for each baby right That's, okay you know what people do these days yeah i guess you could some people do that uh-huh. i've heard you could do pretty well with that i don't know about well but <laughs> well they call it welfare all right okay so <laughs> do you want to do this next one since you found it no this no? is your thing okay um so this is your if anybody along with baby yoda and the sims yeah so if anybody um for the on the subject of the witcher which we'll be talking about in a bit but um i guess when the original deal between andres sapkowski the writer of the book series the deal that he made with cd project red to make the first uh, games he opted to receive a lump sum instead of royalties and like was like that's all i want i'm out like that was part of the contract because he didn't realize it was going to become such the right right brand that it is so his that, logic was i'll get I'll one get sum now, now yeah. and i won't have to gamble that it fails exactly but it blew the fuck up years later and now recently or i guess not really that recently now but he went back and kind of, uh he sued them it was right? in the last year or so i believe so he changed his mind and was upset with his decision and decided to sue them um and i guess they uh which found... i mean it sucks but that was the contract you guys agreed to it's not like you know they yeah didn't, it's a bummer that he made they a... didn't screw him because it's like they they, they had no idea that it was going to be so successful it was yeah. just it ended up being successful and that was yeah. what he agreed to so they don't really have any reason they needed to give him more i think they actually did give him more as like a good faith a, yeah i think they did something in good faith and he was still not happy with that or something did he actually sue them cuz i didn't now i'm questioning this i believe he was suing them the point okay. is they yeah he made a legal demand for extra payment from cd project red on top of the reportedly minimal payment 
Um, so the next thing we've got is The Witcher. If anybody's familiar with that, probably they are by now. Um, the writer of the book series, Andres Sepkowski, apparently was upset a while back uh, um, about how little he got paid in his original deal with them, a CD Projekt Red, um, for the rights to do the video game. It wasn't necess- It wasn't a bad deal. He got a decent amount of money. He just didn't realize how big of a deal it was going to become and how it was going to blow up. And so he reportedly uh, was unhappy with how much he was given for the deal and wanted to get more money out of it. So he legally, like he sued them, basically trying to get more money. And they had given him a sum earlier in... 2019 I believe earlier this year an undisclosed amount hopefully to try to smooth things over um and I guess they have officially reached an agreement and so everybody's cool now CD Projekt Red and Andrei Sefkowski are in a good relationship again a working relationship again thankfully so people's hopes for any future Witcher games are can be restored yeah uh, they probably made a, a newer deal for future games to probably give him more mm-hmm. than he would have got had he been comfortable with what he got in the past anyways. Mm-hmm. You know, he's probably he's getting potentially more on this deal to make up for what he, you know, feels he didn't yeah. get. Yeah. Even though he signed a contract with them, it's not their fault that it ended up being really fucking successful. Yeah. You know, it sucks, but it, they're not obligated to really do anything. Seems yeah. like they did, and that's not exactly. Nice, that but, was very good of them to. Uh, um, that's just the gamble, you yeah. know. Like that's just how that's just how it is. So, yeah, exactly. Um, but it's good to see everyone's getting what they want now. Yeah, um, and that was kind of a thing after The Witcher Three, when this was a all coming to light that he was not happy and yeah, uh, taking it to court. You know, it basically sounded like they were no longer going to be making any Witcher 3 games because of the situation at hand. Mm-hmm. And um, at the very least, they weren't going to continue the story of Geralt. Yeah, Geralt not, of Rivia. Not Gerald. No, it's not Gerald. It should be. No. Geralt <laughs> of Riviera. No, of Rivia. Of Rivendell. No, they, they need to. They just really need to unify their their medieval fantasy towns. No, they really they, do. They really don't. <laughs> so it was. It seemed that they were not going to be making any more, at the very least, of the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it sounds like they have chance that there could be a Witcher four. Yes, which so, is exciting. Or you know, who even knows? or a spinoff. Who knows? But yeah. Uh, but they, they solidified CD Projekt Red's uh, rights to um, merchandising and um, possibly more Gwent games, the the card games, the yeah. game, things like that. Uh, actually, they didn't. They just closed that game down on consoles Did at they? the very least. I think Ugh. they shut that game down because it wasn't really getting any attention or oh. player usage. It's awkward. I'm pretty sure they canceled. Uh, well, not canceled it existed they they shut down the the servers for it oh, if i'm correct bummer i'll look into it yeah. maybe it'll be a actual correction okay an actual actually yeah yeah but i'm pretty sure it's not okay <laughs> so um i think that's all we've got for news for gaming 
What did you play this week? Well, I mean, since we've been pretty much either watching Netflix or traveling, mm-hmm. uh, I actually got to finally finish Legend of Zelda Link's uh, Awakening. That's very exciting. Yeah, I kind of just I jumped in, obviously, when I got the game. Got pretty far. Mm-hmm. Then just life happened. Mm-hmm. Or as, you know... Ian Malcolm would say, uh, life uh, finds a way Yeah. to not play games Right. that you start. Yeah, I know uh, that. So I, you know, being at the cabin, no internet, having to be around family for a long time. Made you dive back in? I, uh, <laughs> I you know, I found myself playing my Switch yeah. more than usual. <laughs> Yep. And uh, so I jumped back in, and I'm proud to say I finally fucking beat it. Uh, I only had, like, a few more dungeons, I guess. One of which I thought I was going to really struggle with because it was one that I, like, really had trouble when I was a kid playing the Game Boy version. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think I stopped playing for years because I couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And at this time, the internet wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Or it was, but it just... Not for you. <laughs> guides weren't a thing on the internet right. at the time. And I like breezed through that easily. Not that I remembered it. It just was, I guess I wasn't too fucking stupid to figure it out. <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. I I had no problem with it. I got through it pretty quickly. And um, yeah, I so I beat it. It was a lot of fun. About what I remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I recommend it to anybody, obviously, who likes Zelda games or just wants to Jump back into Link's Awakening after many years of not playing it. Had a lot of nostalgia feelings. <laughs> Was not afraid to just look up shit I couldn't figure out when it came to like the side quest stuff. Which was a lot more than I remember there being. Oh, yeah. A lot of like, the, the item trading to get um, items. Like You can get like new suit colors which will help with your defense or offense. Mm. Uh, the shell sword which is not the master sword. Okay. But it's relatively close. You you find the hidden shells all around to get that. So those are just kind of like nice side things you can do. But I honestly didn't even get that stuff until after I beat the game. So I didn't even really need to do it. I just was like, well, what else can I do? Right. So, uh, yeah, I just basically finished that finally. That was it. Okay. Um, yeah, we've been busy. So I just kind of... I played nothing. Jumped in that. I was, uh, as previously mentioned very sick last week and I didn't have the energy or time so I played I mean you sound like you don't now yeah I guess that's true I was just remembering I mean I'm still kind of sick but I was just remembering how bad I felt yeah pretty sick too actually yeah sick of my shit sick of your lack of commitment to video games Well, usually we, I'm sick of your shit. Yeah. That's usually what I say. But right now. But right now. It's my lack of commitment to video games. Yes. Okay. Well, when we get back into town, I will be probably firing up Fallen Order again because I haven't finished that. So. Yeah, you did kind of jump in that for a little while. Yeah, I'm really uh, into it. So I want you to make up for the last couple of weeks. I want you to have like 10 games that you beat <laughs> for next week. Okay. Uh, no. <laughs> I could already tell you that's not happening. That's a pretty hard bargain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go with one. Okay. I don't know. I'll try. <laughs> How far? Well, you are a true negotiator. <laughs> How 
How far do you think I am into Fallen Order? I don't even know if I'm any. Uh, I don't. I think you're actually pretty far. I want to say you're probably within ten hours. Okay, maybe. so maybe I can finish that one by next. Week. I feel like you're on the last, if not close to last, planet. Okay. I know you jump back and forth between a few planets right. at the end, but like I'm pretty sure you're near it. Okay. I want to say it's like a fifty-hour game. Okay. If you like, go out of your way for like side stuff. Okay. Well, maybe I'll I'll see if I see what I can do about that for you for next week. Okay. Well, until then, I guess we'll just jump in the TV. Yes, we did have some stuff for that. Do you want me to do it? No, I'll take care oh. of this one. <laughs> You sense. you wouldn't be able to identify that okay. well with the first story. <laughs> you can't relate. I guess you're right. I can't. Netflix uh, and Mattel have uh, worked a deal to bring a CGI He-Man show to Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. You know, this is a franchise that has been relatively dormant for a while. Mm-hmm. They've had a few animated shows over the years. Mm-hmm. The For many years now, they've been supposedly working on a He-Man reboot movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's had a lot of problems with getting people on board to direct or uh, a script. It just... It's got issues. It's got issues. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, like, you know, occasional, we're still alive, uh-huh. but nothing's happening. Yeah. Uh, you know who I want to see actually play He-Man? Who? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah? I think he would make an obvious He-Man. I mean, yeah. That's true. He's got the body. I just don't want to see that haircut on him. Well, I mean, they could <laughs> modernize. I hope so. You don't want the, like, the mop head? <laughs> the, like, bangs and short bob. It's just... I mean... I don't like it. I think it'd be pretty cool looking on Yeah. Him. I guess they could do... It would be funny if they did like a nod to it where he's like going to get a haircut and they're just like, that's oh, true. here you go. That's true. And then true. he's like, no. And oh, that's what they could head. do. He could have long hair. Yeah. And then he gets his haircut. <laughs> uh, uh, where do they live? Oh, fuck. I don't even know. Turnia? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Look it up. Okay. Google that shit. Yeah, he could get like his haircut done, and then they fuck it up, and it looks like that. Yeah. And then he like has them fix it, and then it gets like a normal haircut, like he would have in like Eternia. Yeah. Eternia. Got it. <laughs> that would be really funny. I think that if they took a, a, a more comedic, like, I guess, in simple terms, if I guess that they went a Thor Ragnarok route. With He Man, uh-huh. kind of made it more lighthearted, meta, like yeah, kind of dive into making fun of itself uh-huh. because of how ridiculous it is, right? You know, like literally every character has man at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, yeah, and then they can introduce Shira, you know, yeah. and and build a strong, you know, character point for her to go into its own franchise for her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, make sure she has giant boobs, mm-hmm. you know, like the old cartoon had. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Because Netflix also has the She-Ra right. cartoon, which mm-hmm. that was a big story, was they were reducing that to be more appropriate for young girls to mm-hmm. to watch. And people were like, you can't change her boob size. That ruins the character. It's her character. Yeah. 
so, I mean, have you seen the old He-Man movie? Uh, oh, is that with Dolph Lundgren? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but yeah, I've I don't seen think I have clips either. of it. It was a huge mess. It yeah. was a hot mess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're trying to work on a movie. But until then, they have a, a He-Man, which I guess now that I've did reference She-Ra. Uh-huh. That's probably why they're doing this. Yeah. Because that was a hit. That makes it sense. Seemed, I think they're in the third or fourth season. Um, the, I, It sounds like that... Sh- I haven't watched it myself, but it sounds like that show has a really good character arc. And they're they're really doing a lot with the narrative of that show. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe I'll check that out. And then I guess uh, Mattel's reboot of the franchise is also including a comic book series with DC and an upcoming feature film, which maybe that's the one we're we're talking talking about. about. Yeah. And a reimagining of the 80s toy line coming fall 2020. And that makes sense. That's, I mean, why else would they be trying to do this? They want to to sell more shit. Revigorate the the young kids to want these toys. I mean, that's literally what Transformers is. Yeah. Exactly. It was designed to just sell toys mm-hmm. in the beginning. That's all it was meant to do. They yeah. were glorified commercials. Mm-hmm. Until He-Man uh, masters the universe. <laughs> um, we will move on. This is a name I haven't heard in a while. I know. Adrian Brody uh, is going to be starring in a... Is he starring actually? Or is he just involved? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, he's going to star in it. Okay. Uh, he's going to be starring in a epics TV show called Jerusalem's Lot, which is a Stephen King-based story. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's got to have fucking adaptations of everything he's done. Yes, that's true. <laughs> it seems that way. Uh, it's a, So it's going to have 10 episodes, and they're adapting the short story jerusalem's lot which was a companion to his novel salem's lot in 1978 or no 1978 was when jerusalem's lot was written okay um and it's basically about a vampire outbreak is my understanding of it i never read them so like like a like a viral outbreak of people returning to vampires i couldn't tell you or is it like a prison break out of vampires (laughs) the first one (laughs) because that's what i want to watch i want to see like a prison break TV show, but vampires. Yeah. Like the whole place is made out of iron and garlic. Yeah. And they got to break out. Okay. So then one of the vampires' brother tattoos his whole body with different ways to escape and then infiltrates the prison to get them out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the show Prison Break? No, I just know the oh, premise. Okay. Because that's what the premise is. <laughs> no, I knew there was like... Okay. Yeah, he, I knew that he like tattooed the map of the... Yeah, he tattoos the map yeah. of the prison. Along with a lot of other On keys. his body. Yeah, it's not just the map. There's a lot of other things. What if when he got put in like the like processing uh-huh. part going into prison, uh-huh. they like, straight up were like, yeah, this is the map of our facility. We're going to send you down the street now. Yeah. Like, he'd, like, he'd, he'd be fucked. Well, you obviously didn't see the tattoos. They were very artfully done. I I didn't. And I am okay. sure they were. It was yeah. obvious. I'm, yeah. I just was... Yeah, you know, I know. That would be premise. really a real bummer yeah. to go through all that effort. Yeah. <laughs> to be like, yeah, I have a tattoo of the entire prison of not this prison on my body. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying to send like pictures of his body Yeah. to his brother via like uh, illegal cell phones. 
Mm-hmm. From what I've learned in Orange is the New Black, you have to hide your cell phones behind bricks in the wall. Yeah, that's Of probably... the toilet, you, you know. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Spoilers. Yeah. Um, let's see. So, the, actually, the Jason and Peter Filardi will be executive producing, and they'll be showrunners for this. Um, Jason Filardi actually wrote the two-part teleplay for 2004's Salem's Lot reboot, starring Rob Lowe. On TNT. On TNT. So it was so probably you know really it was good. fucking good. Yeah. Hella passion. <laughs> uh, do you think he was, like, helping the elephants in that movie? No. <laughs> what the fuck were we watching? I don't even know my, the my name of it. My family was, was watching a... some, like, weird... It was like a Hallmark movie. Like yeah, it, was... it felt like a Hallmark Christmas movie, but it wasn't Christmas. Hallmark slash Lifetime. About, like, a couple... <laughs> or just people a falling woman. in love while, like... Yeah. Helping elephants. A woman got a divorce, goes to Africa, bonds with their pilot, and like stays there to help the elephants. This is how ridiculous it was. <laughs> the ex-husband asks if she met somebody yeah. while there. And she goes, yes, I met myself. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but she straight up lied. Yeah. No wonder he fucking divorced her. All right. She's a liar. You yeah. can't trust this bitch. Yeah. She was definitely petting the trunk, and I don't mean the elephants. All right. This is gross. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this uh, show about vampires, theoretically, is possibly going to be premiering in fall 2020. Um, I know it sounds like I didn't give a shit about it, based on how we were talking about everything else. Um, but... I actually read like a brief snippet about Salem's Lot and Jerusalem's Lot, and it actually sounds like an interesting concept. It made me curious about the books, so I might be checking those out. Okay. Yeah. You can go to the library? I mean, no. I mean, you said check them out. Yeah, so. I could do that. I should do that. Yeah, but do probably... li- are libraries even a thing anymore? Yeah, they Is are. Is that a dumb question? They are, but you can get bed bugs from them, so I don't like to go there. That's a thing? Yeah. Why is there beds in libraries? There aren't. Because books are boring, they put you to sleep. No, there's carpet. Oh! <laughs> okay. Jesus. Oh shit! <laughs> that jumped up on the audio. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> there's carpet and book pages. I don't know. Whatever. Carpet and book pages. Yeah. There's other things that bed bugs like to be in. Yeah. It doesn't matter. The point is, I'm probably not going to go to a library. I'm probably going to wait till it goes on, like, try to find a good deal on a, on a fucking Kindle book or audiobook. Okay. Make sure you don't get any uh, Kindle bugs. <laughs> Kindle bugs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, did you watch this next show? No. Oh, okay. Um, I just, I, okay, so Daybreak mm-hmm. is a show. It's a fighter of Nightbreak. <laughs> yeah. Daybreak. Oh. <laughs> Fighter of, of the, the night break. break. Oh, <laughs> champion of, of the, the work hour. <laughs> <laughs> you're the master of Netflix until you're canceled. Daybreak. Oh no, you've just been canceled. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody who watched, that was a nice callback. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for that. It really highlighted this news story for me. So, Daybreak. Yeah. A post-apocalyptic zombie 
young adult show yeah, it's like i'm not tw- really teenagers? quite sure what I'm not it is really sure um i've seen highlights of it i've seen the trailer on netflix what it looks like is small children surviving a zombie apocalypse yeah it looks like it's like a mad max tone apocalypse and like a more young adult comedic mm-hmm. you know zombie land world okay uh it, it feels like a very big mashup of different zombie yeah, like post-apocalyptic. It's based tones. on a comic book series. Okay, so, I didn't know that. I thought it was just like an original Netflix idea. No, I just okay. learned that right now. So. I mean, <laughs> I guess that was dumb of me because what is original these days? I know, right? Um. Okay, so it's based off a graphic novel, comic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they only had the one season, I think. Yes. And it's been canceled. Yeah, so they obviously like, no, didn't have you. enough people watching it, or fell off very quickly within to you know watching it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't heard anything negative about the show. I just don't know if it's for me. I just haven't heard anything about the show, so. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also not a teenager, so I'm probably a not the teenager. target market. Teenager, is that what they call them? Yeah, young teenagers. Like They just call them tweens. Well, like young teens. Like tweens are like 11 to 13, right? I don't know. Oh. Well, when I say teenager, I'm talking about the young teens, not the 18-year-olds. Okay. Like the young, specifically young teens. Okay. Like the ones that are like, I'm 13. I wish I could divorce you, mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. I hate you. Yeah. Irritating teens. Yeah. That don't know how much how many hormones are Our kids would definitely be like that with us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, especially if we make those kind of like jokes <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> Yeah. Self-fulfilled prophecy, right? You yeah, know? self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, I don't know. It, does that cancellation deter you from even wanting to ever check it out, knowing that it's not going to... Honestly, it actually makes me more interested to see it, because I know I'm not going to get sucked in for 15 fucking seasons. That's true. You'd be like, yeah, I can knock this out. Yeah. And then I don't have to... It'd be like, check. Okay, that's I one got thing something off my done. list. Yeah. Not getting sucked into something that's going to go on for seasons and seasons and seasons. It's like, like what happened have... with Vampire Diaries, which I didn't want to watch after two seasons, but I still watched it to the end and it was so really awful. Yeah, is that the one where they broke out of uh, Vampire Prison? No. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like uh, when you have like a, a chores checklist, like you always go to like the I mean, you, I mean, like anybody. People, yeah. I specifically do this. You go to the the easiest fucking task you can just check off quick. And yeah. Be, Look, I did like eight <laughs> things. Rinse your cup out. Check. <laughs> Put the cup in the dishwasher. Check. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Two yep. things right there. Yeah, exactly. Check off that you put these in the dishwasher. Check. Check. Yeah. Make checklist. Check. <laughs> it's like that. I yeah. get it. Yeah. You know, knock off the easiest shit. Yeah. Sometimes the hard shit is yeah. just too hard. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? They call that constipation, I think. Ew. <laughs> All right. Well, so this is a fun fact. Netflix released 371 originals and movies in 2019. That's over one per day. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because as we learned with one of the stand-up things we watched 
uh-huh. this week, yeah. which then taught us that there was an entire show on Netflix we did yeah. not know existed. Yes. From over like a year and a half ago. Yeah. This definitely highlights that. That they're just pumping them out. They have so much shit coming out that you can't even <laughs> keep track or yeah. know when st- something comes out on Netflix. Yeah. Which might even be what Daybreak's problem was. That's Who knows? true, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's insane. And I think they... That's a... Didn't they have, like, articles, like, within the last year that they were going to start toning down the budgets and and how much content they Oh, I don't put remember. Out? I wouldn't be surprised, though. I mean, after seeing this, you sure as fuck probably should. Yeah, yeah. They I mean, to... you literally have more things than you have days... In the year. In the year. Yeah. That's, like, That's just crazy. based off originals. Yeah, right and there. it's over a 50% increase in content volume since 2018. So, like... Two point something times yeah. than what they had the last year, which is nuts. I mean, Netflix kind of did get to the point where they were, it seemed like they were quantity over quality yeah, with their content. Not wrong. I mean, there's some good stuff, but there's also shit where I'm just like, what? Yeah. Why? However, it's, I mean, obviously, whatever they're doing is working because even though the total TV output uh, for 2019 was 1,178. Which is like what about four times, uh, the Netflix numbers. The broadcast networks got zero Golden Globes nominations, while Netflix got thirty-four. So obviously, it's resonating. Whatever they're, whatever Netflix is doing, even though it seems like a fuck ton, they're actually pumping out some good shit now. Wait, you're talking compared to like, like the free-to-air kind of channels, or just any broadcast networks? Yeah, like, so like ABC, like CBS NBC, CBS, and, yeah. those kind of okay. Yeah. I mean, but they do kind of focus more on sitcoms and uh, police dramas, right? I mean, that's pretty much all fucking the show. Reality TV, comedy sitcoms, whatever. Right, but that's my point is Netflix is doing better shit. you know, NCS kind of shit. You know, Blue Bloods. Yeah. (laughs) I only know that show exists because my parents watch it. Um, Well, Tom Selleck. Yeah, it's a... Um, procedurals. No, they call. I think so. Okay. Like cop shows. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Most of them are cop shows or reality Buddy cop shows. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I my I was just pointing out that even though Netflix, uh, it seems to be going fucking bananas, on how much it's producing, it seems like it's at least doing some of it right. Yeah. But I mean, maybe this is me being critical but like if you're pumping out that much fucking stuff Mm -hmm. in one year Mm -hmm. you should have at least 34 okay things that were good right i guess that's fair we're holding netflix to a higher standard than broadcast networks it definitely seems to be going towards the 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 way of like um how we view showtime and hbo as far as it's not obviously there yet but it's airing on that side rather than like a normal tv Network. Yeah. Which is good because I like that kind of shit better than trash reality TV. Yeah. That's understandable. I mean, it, good for them. I yeah. mean, that they're able to put that much stuff out. I don't yeah. know what debt they're in. I feel like they're probably in debt. I think I've heard in articles that they're actually losing money. <laughs> oh, really? Because they, they spend so much. Like, they... I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine Disney has helped them. I'm, I'm curious to see if they've lost users yeah uh, just with competition coming up right whether it's disney or other platforms but you know hey maybe go for 35 next year yeah <laughs> you 
know, you always want to improve. Yeah. Maybe have a show about vampires that break out of prison. No. <laughs> All right. I mean, it sounds like it would be a hit, but if you want to be difficult about this, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. It can be vampires that are also cops. <laughs> no, no one's done that yet. So don't fucking say that because someone's going to make that show and it's going to be A vampire terrible. and a werewolf cop show where they team up to save a woman who doesn't know no. who's, who she's in love with between the two of them. And they have to decide if their partnership solving crime is more important than her triangle love complication. Yeah. We'll call it Glimmer. No. <laughs> All right. I thought it was a good idea. I hate it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's been done yet. Yeah, nothing like that has ever been done. Okay. So that's pretty, it's pretty much it for... That uh, is. It's time to talk about what we watched because we need to get into our big subjects. It's, oh, yeah. It is time to get to the nitty gritty. Uh, we kind of highlighted a little bit earlier. Uh, we watched a, sh- a stand-up show on Netflix. One of the 371 originals <laughs> they have. Yeah. Do you think there's more actually Netflix originals than there are uh, Forensic File episodes? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no, that they will never, <laughs> They'll never, get never that compete far. with that. Yeah. Forensic Files will like not even exist anymore and it will still have new episodes coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like nobody, It'll be like no- Tupac. nobody knows who's making them. <laughs> they will be in the shitty four by three format. Still with the same <laughs> intro. Okay, so yeah, we watched Michelle Wolf joke show. Yeah, so she's a female comedian, uh, which I was told is very uh, rare that I would enjoy. I didn't say rare that you wouldn't. Whatever. Apparently, I don't think women are funny. That's not what I said. You really want to get into this? I mean, you did imply that I surprisingly laughed at jokes. No, I was just surprised with uh, you enjoying her humor as much as you did because she was one of the writers on uh, SNL. Really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. That explains why she has a friend on. And that friend that she had on. From SNL. Yeah. Okay. Also from well, I mean, that's news to me. Yeah. Uh, I I just don't think... I mean, but that's not the same thing because she is an individual... Her humor individually isn't necessarily the same as what they have you do for SNL. Because yeah. they have all these rules and guidelines it has to follow, right? To make sure that they don't offend people. I feel like SNL is very strict. Oh, you know what? I was wrong. It's Late Night with Seth Meyers. I still think of him as being on Weekend Update. That makes more sense then. I still think of him as being Weekend Update guy. So, anyway, on Seth Meyers' Late Night with Seth gotcha. Meyers is what she's a writer on. Which, because um, he did come from SNL. He did, okay. yes. I loved when he was on Weekend Update. It was so funny. Okay, so, um, Michelle Wolf. Yes. I'd never even heard of her. She had a stand-up show on Netflix. It was new, right? I think it's it just came out yeah, recently. Yeah, it came out just recently this year, yeah. Okay, so, uh, it's called Joke Show. Yep. Uh, and it was about an hour Yes. Just stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pretty much tackled a lot of political topics. Yes. Uh, controversial topics. Very. Uh, things that you would have an opinion on. Mm-hmm. Um, feminism, abortion, um, presidents, I think. Didn't she talk jokes about? Uh, Maybe yeah, I made that I up. so. She joked about uh, pretty much everything that you could get offended about. Men, women, stereotypes. Just, she covered it all. Yeah. Uh, And so, naturally, you would think 
uh, yeah, she's gonna <laughs> say something wrong. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed her comedic, you know, timing and angle. Uh, I feel like she covered topics, but like did them in a manner that I guess kind of like South Park, where she makes fun of both sides, yes. but also kind of highlights the importance of the topic. Yes. To a point that like you might not necessarily agree with where you think the joke's going, mm-hmm. but you can appreciate her tackling it. Yes. And, and you know, maybe encourage you to even look more into it or be open to the other side of the perspective. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I liked it too. Yeah. I like that, what you said, where she jokes about very controversial things and kind of makes fun of both sides. I'm trying to think... Of a comedian that she reminds me of. She's kind of got the shock factor of... Uh, what's that one comedian uh, who also has a few things on Netflix? Uh, he's got that crazy name. Oh, Anthony Jeselnik? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All because I said he had a crazy name. No, that's because I knew exactly what you were yeah. talking so about. He said shock she factor. She kind of has the shock factor of him. Yeah. But I feel like her comedy is more in line with like the topical sense of... I don't know. Amy Schumer? No. no. She's not really like her. I don't know. She's a different animal. Bill Burr? I guess I could see that. I guess, to be honest, pretty much any comedian now. I feel like a lot yeah. of comedians are tackling these these controversial yeah. things. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Treat Yourself. We saw him live. <laughs> Aziz Ansari. Aziz Ansari. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he... I was like, he doesn't His say recent that. thing was more... <laughs> To be honest, like more real. It wasn't really a more comedy. Yeah. But you know, he tackled a lot of things. Of course he tried to be funny, but like right. his was really not even really stand up. It was more just more educational and like heartfelt mm-hmm. conversation. Yeah. You know, one way. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's all I'm thinking of. I just yeah. maybe it's just more of a common theme with comedians now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it must be really hard to be a comedian, to be honest. Yeah. With with how trigger happy people are to be upset about things. Yeah, and that's one of the things, the main thing she talked about in that special was outrage culture. How everybody yeah. just wants to be upset at everything all the time. Yeah. So, that's I think it's good for yeah. anyone to watch. I would definitely recommend it yeah. uh, for anyone who enjoys watching comedy acts. She does um, have a very shrill voice, though. So She does have, uh, yeah. <laughs> she's from New York, so you yeah. kind of hear that accent. Yeah. Um, she, she looks a little intense. Yeah. She's probably really fun she's, to go party with. She's very, yeah, she's very animated. Yeah. Uh, and she f- seems like somebody who's just like, you might not be able to handle in large doses. I feel like she could drink anyone as a person. table. <laughs> but she's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Recommended for sure. Yeah, she definitely has the shock factor in yeah. some of her jokes. Uh, we also discovered she apparently had a show called The Break with Michelle Wolf. Yeah, and that's what I was talking about yeah. earlier was like, <laughs> we watched the stand-up show. And then Netflix was like, oh, you may actually like this stuff, too. Literally a show that they had. It was original. It kind of had the feel of the Joe McHale show, which was also on Netflix because it was canceled on... Well, the soup was canceled. Right. It had that feel, but like... But more political. More political. And I don't know where the show came from. I never heard of it. Yeah. Um, But apparently she got it. She, you know, it was one season pretty much. It seemed it, it was in like... May of 2018, it started up, and mm-hmm. they only had like two months worth of episodes mm-hmm. weekly. So, I guess eight to ten episodes. 
Um, and it looks like it was canceled because they haven't had anything since July of... Yeah, I assume it was canceled. ...of 2018. So mm-hmm. that's disappointing because I we watched the one episode. We'll probably watch the rest of it. But like mm-hmm. we watched the one that was pretty on par with her stand-up special, which was recent. Yeah. Which I kind of wonder then if the stand-up was because that show got canceled. So they kind of gave her more exposure with that. Could be. I don't... I'm just really shocked that it didn't do well. I think I it's it, because people want to be mad at everything and they probably just got... It hit too close true. to home with that's most true. people It, it being probably mad. was hard to get a fan base yeah. with all the opinions that people yeah. want to have. It's probably just not quite enough people that are willing to make fun of themselves. Yeah. Or they just didn't see it like we did. <laughs> like and... she made fun of herself. Yeah. yeah. That's one thing I really liked about her yeah. was like... She would even make fun of herself. Yeah. Rhombus nipples. <laughs> Rhombus. <laughs> We're not even going to say what yeah. that is. Just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's actually the first episode of the show. Now it's yeah. not even the stand up. But uh, go check it out if you want to have a good laugh. And if yeah. you decide you didn't think it was funny, uh, write in to. DTFpod at gmail.com. And let us know that you didn't find it funny. And we will let you know that we did. And you're wrong. Still. <laughs> um, well, let's talk about our big one. You ready? Yeah. Uh, you're going to have to take the lead, though. Because okay. this is more of a you uh, knowledge than I'm, you know. I was there for the ride, but you yeah. know you know where we're going. Yeah. You know, you know the route to take. I'm going to have to reposition. It's about to get real, so, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, I've been waiting for this for quite some time. The Witcher finally came out on December 20th. And uh, we yeah, watched... Yeah, you were preaching about this forever, how much you were excited for it. Yeah, I was really excited. And uh, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think uh, anybody who knows anything about The Witcher, whether it be video games or books, uh, you're going to be interested in watching it. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, we talked about it earlier, The Witcher is based on a book series by Andrzej Sapkowski. It's a Polish series, which was translated into English, um, and so you can check it out in audiobook form if you want. There's also Kindle, and there's all kinds of different... When I first went to look for the books after I started playing the games, um, they didn't have a Kindle version. Okay, that's probably... It makes sense. Yeah. They they didn't feel the need. Yeah. They didn't feel like the, the base... They didn't have enough. Fan base yeah. was there yeah. until the games probably started picking up it, more attention yeah. to then watch the books. And then whenever they announced the Netflix series, it went fucking bananas. So I unfortunately, I mean, I like that I have them because I like books, but I had to buy like the real books for them, which pissed yeah. me off because I tried Because to, you like, couldn't go to the library because all the bed books. I want to. So you had to go buy the fucking book. I tried. Well, I mean, I got them on Amazon, so I don't have to go anywhere, but. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't like having to buy a lot. I used to buy a ton of books. I was like a book hoarder. Wait. So I tried. What? Your packages didn't have package bugs in them, did they? No, it doesn't. That's good. You going to keep bringing that up? <laughs> I just want to make sure that you're safe from all these yeah. variants of bugs associated um, with book reading. Anyway, so I have the books and they now have audiobooks and Kindle books and all that kind of shit. So there's a lot of them. Um, and there's also like some short stories and stuff, which I have never... Uh, purchased or read yeah that i'm still not privy to i know they exist but i haven't read them yet so some of that stuff comes into the the series as well um so henry cavill was cast as Geralt of rivia the main character who's a witcher and a witcher is a 
usually a human who is give, uh, goes to the one of the witcher schools and undergoes the trial of the grasses and some mutations basically using kind of potions that they there it's like alchemy so he's like a medieval he's like a fantasy x-men kind of no he's like a fantasy inhuman okay because they're he's exposed created, not yeah just he's created naturally he's, yeah he wasn't born he's that way modified he to be exactly mutant so he was okay. exposed to something um, to cause the mutations and then the yeah. people in the world call them mutants um so, so just to let them know mm-hmm since you already know, because I've told you a lot of times just to make yeah. sure you knew. I have no exposure to the books or the games outside of watching you play a little bit. So this show to me was my only exposure. I, I don't I don't have the back knowledge of this series outside of this show, really. Right. Outside of the premise of magic and he hunts monsters. Yeah. Which I was apparently ill-informed because I was even thinking he was supposed to be like a werewolf. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. Um, solving crimes with his vampire partner. <laughs> no. So full of shit right now. I'm just kidding. I, I, the werewolf part I thought, though. I, I, I honestly thought he was, for some reason, I was under the impression that he was a werewolf or some shit like that. In their world, that was a werewolf. He's called the White Wolf. So I wonder if that's where you got that. Okay. So he's... He's the school of the wolf. So with for the witchers, okay. there's four schools. There's the school of the cat, the school of the wolf, school of the griffin, and school of... Okay, the... so Harry Potter is in no, this world. No, <laughs> I don't know what the fourth one is. I can't remember it off the top of my head. But there's different ways in which the witchers are trained. Okay. So like the school of the cat, they have a natural ability to see at night. Like Yeah. Yeah. Like cats have yeah, I reflective get that. eyes. Whatever. I get that. Anyway, um... So he is from the school of the wolf, and he has like okay. the wolf medallion on his. Okay, so he's basically the Winter Soldier. He's the Winterfell Soldier. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so he's the Witcher main character. And... Well, let me let me finish my thing. Oh, okay. So all I wanted to say was, I I am the perspective of only knowing the show, so I am basing my knowledge and opinion of this show solely on. Whether it was an enjoyable show, not whether it compares to any other form of the uh, property. Yeah. Okay. Just want to let that out yeah. to the people. Yes, that so, is a good perspective to have. Hopefully, that helps for people listening. Uh, whether they till they get the perspective of of someone who doesn't, someone who knows shit, and someone who doesn't. Right. But just is this entertaining? Yes. Okay. I'm just giving a quick rundown of, like, the main characters and who they are, and then we'll talk about how we felt about the show. Okay. Does sound good? Sounds great. Okay. Um, so we just talked about Geralt, um, who is the Witcher, and then there is Yennefer of Vingeberg. She's a sorceress or a mage. Um, in this world that they live in, uh, magical, usually women, but it seems like... <laughs> Uh, there are men that are sorcerers too, but in there's a special school called Eratusa where women are sent to learn magic um, and become sorceresses, and they undergo uh, just women transformations. The Eratusa is for sorceresses. Okay. And then the, I think there's other places that men would learn magic. I don't know. Okay. But Eratusa specifically is for girls. Okay. Um. 
and that is where Josiah DeVries is the rectorous chick that like runs the school. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. Anyway, so Jennifer of Vangerberg is a young woman who is clearly has some kind of magical ability. We're introduced to her as her pre-sorceress self and how she finds the sorceress school, Eratusa, and how she gets into it. Um, and then we see her transition, basically. Yeah. Um, Anya Shalotra, I think is how you say it, plays her. She does... I mean, whenever I first saw this casting, I was like, I don't think so. But I'm after watching it, I'm okay with it. Like, I think she did a good job. She's not what I was expecting, because I when I, I see Yennefer in my head, I think of the games where she's very, very, very pale... Like almost translucent skin. Oh, was she not pale? Black I hair. thought she was pale. She's like a olive skinned. Like in real life, she is. Okay. She's kind of tan. I thought she was pretty pale in the show. Oh, okay. I think they probably played her up to be pale, but in her pictures of herself at Anya Shalutra in real life, she's uh, olive skinned, I think. Okay. Anyway, um, so I think that was nice. And Freya Allen is Siri or Princess Cirilla. And she's, I think, a newcomer, basically. Princess. She, she has some intense eyes. She does. She has some really insane eyes. Um, and Emma Emma Appleton plays Renfrey, who is a pre. She was a princess, and she, due to circumstances that are revealed in the show, she becomes a, an outlaw, for lack of a better way to describe it. Okay. Okay. Um, Lead the way, my majestic Witcher watcher. Yeah, Mimi Nidweni. Plays Fringilla Vigo. Fringilla Vigo is another sorceress. She is a peer to uh, Yennefer of Vangerberg. You may recognize her. We just saw her in uh, Rise of Skywalker. She is a member of the Resistance. She's not like an important, particularly important character or anything, but she's also has like a cameo in that, which I thought thought was really cool. I recognized her. She had a cameo in that movie, or she was a character. She was a character, but she was like. I don't even know okay. if she had a name. I don't think she had a name. She was a background character. Okay. Uh, and then Mayanna Burring is Tessia DeVries, the boss of the... She's like the main teacher of the, the sorceress school. And Joey Beatty plays Jaskier. And for anybody who has played the games but not um, read the books, um, Jaskier was the original Polish, I think, name for the character Dandelion, which I think is the English translation. For anybody who wants that connection. And he is a traveling bard slash musician. Okay. There's a lot of names I don't, honestly. I know three characters based off the show yeah. we watched. The other ones I'm just like, yeah, I know That's why I'm describing, the premise of who this person yeah. is, but I don't know their name or where the fuck they're That's from. That's why I'm describing the who they are with them. So okay. that you know. Just so you <laughs> know, I'm about. not going to know these names when I'm talking with this. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what I was thinking we would do here, um, so the general story of The Witcher is how uh, the three first characters I mentioned, Geralt, Yennefer, and Ciri, how their lives intertwine. Um, Ciri, find me Geralt <laughs> no. of Riverdale. Come on, Geralt of Rivia. And obviously Ciri doesn't know where he is. <laughs> Siri with a C, so in case anybody was wondering, we're not talking about the uh, Apple AI. Seriously? 
I thought that was who that was. Yeah. That wasn't an iPhone nope. the whole time? No, it was not. Oh, my God. Okay. Uh, so, I just have a couple of recommendations for people going into the show who haven't seen it yet. Uh, be aware that there are time jumps since some things are... Not everything is taking place in the same time period. Um, some characters age at different rates than others and keep that in mind. Uh, it might help you figure out what's going on a little bit sooner. Yeah, I would say the show can seem complicated in the beginning. It gets a little confusing, especially with character relationships and roles to the overall story. But once you get, I would say, mid-season, you start to realize what their interactions are and how they fall together with each other within timelines or just their relationships. Mm-hmm. So that is a good recommendation to keep that in mind. And even if it seems like it makes no sense, it will at some point. You will. It, it'll tie together at some point. You'll figure it out. Yep. So um, I think it's a definite recommendation for me. I think anybody should watch it, especially if they liked Game of Thrones or those kind of medieval or fantasy shows it definitely had a game of thrones feel with i would say lord of the rings yeah it was was a nice hybrid i think of the fantasy genre Mm -hmm. that people are into yeah um maybe uh i mean i don't remember what the rating supposedly was but it's not super kid friendly do we have the the um, Rotten Tomato percents for the show so far? It's got a fifty five percent tomato meter and a ninety three percent audience score. Really? Yeah, that's surprising. So critics don't like it as much. Mm-mm. It's borderline fresh. I think sixty percent is fresh, right? Or is it seventy? I think it might be seventy. I think it's sixty. Well, I'm not that surprised. It seems like everything that I like these days, critics don't give a fuck about. Well, but, I mean, that's the beauty of you like it. Who cares, right? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, obviously, like I said, I, I'm going just watching this show. I really enjoyed it. I was going in basically just watching it for you. Well, not for you. With you, because I knew you were really into it. I was obviously interested in it. But fantasy isn't as appealing to me as sci-fi, so... I was pretty much there for the creatures that were promised in this trailer that, mm-hmm. you know, that they they released. Uh, so, I would say, yeah, it, it's, it's a bit complicated in the beginning, uh, but it, it makes sense in the end. You'll figure it out. Uh, this show has a lot. Uh, I was surprised how much CGI the show had mm-hmm. and how well it looked. There were some times where it looked a little cheesy, but overall, the CGI uh, creature designs, everything about the show was really interesting. I think it really worked out. Yeah. And I feel like the show came out very quickly. Yeah. Compared to when it was announced. I, I don't think that it was, I, I want to say it was like six months 
the show was out after being announced. Unless I just blinked on how long time passed. I feel like it was not very long, though. I agree. Acting-wise, how do you feel about the show uh, performances? Do you think uh, Henry Cavill did a good job as a character? Did he seem believable as the, the role? Did you expect more uh that i actually have some notes on that i think that obviously i was excited about the casting of henry cavill in the first place i was not i was a little worried about how they were gonna pull off his look but i think they did it pretty well yeah i remember they showed that first screenshot or photo shoot picture of him and he looked terrible (laughs) Mm -hmm. in, in the costume yeah um but they i feel like they did say too like there's gonna be cgi or whatever yeah lighting within the show mm-hmm. and it's gonna look better than it seems it'll look now yeah and but it surely looked better i i was very impressed with how he looked in the show yeah um but his the look the his voice his mannerisms all of it i think he did a really great job his voice was perfect it was spot yeah. on for what i recognize from the games and, and he's a very outspoken gamer. He yeah. he loves the series and yeah. the books and the games. And he is very much into this. So I think this was more of a, a passion project for him than mm-hmm. it was a job. Right. You know. Yeah, because he's in like big blockbuster movies. So doing a Netflix series wasn't necessarily something he needed to do at this yeah. point. But it and was more something he wanted to do. The whole Superman, you know, drama mm-hmm. with the DCEU. Uh, was a big question of whether or not he was even going to be in that role still. And then especially after this was announced, they're like, oh, for sure he's out, you know? Mm-hmm. But he's even saying, no, I'm I'm still open to Superman. It's, yeah. it's up to, you know, WB what, what's going on next. But yeah. technically I have the schedule that I could still be the character. Right. Um, but, um, you know, what's funny is even uh, Lauren Hissrich, one of the writers... She said they removed a lot of the dialogue from Geralt's parts because of how well he portrayed the emotions and his, like, mannerisms for the different parts that they found that some of the things he was just doing, his expression was was portraying the emotion so well that they didn't even need him to say whatever they originally wrote for him to say. Really? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Which is totally accurate to Geralt in the games, in my uh, experience, he's uh, not generally a, a. He's more of a grunt in acquiescence type, not like a have a long conversation. Um, so he he's totally that type that would be the I don't know the strong silent type, you know. So he, he doesn't yeah. have to say as many words to get his point across. So I appreciated that when I read that, I was like, that's very appropriate for whoever was cast as Geralt. Yeah, I yeah. I definitely felt like I saw him as the character. Yeah. Uh, he did a great job in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope that they explore more of the character in the future, but that could also be something that they intentionally are a little mysterious on for the character. Wait, what? Like his character, yeah. he's, he just you know he's very mysterious. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if that's something that they they want to hold on to for 
keeping the audience engagement with him. Mm-hmm. The you know the mystery is kind of what sells the character, or if they're gonna, because you know they they've talked about they have like up to like eight seasons or something crazy yeah. planned out for the show already. Assuming it goes that far, who knows? But uh, you know they they talk like they have a long story to tell. So who knows if they're gonna really dive into that character or if it's going to play on the mystery of him. Yeah, they've actually talked about seven seasons, potentially. Seven, okay. Yeah. Um, I just read something interesting in response to the critic score, basically, as a, uh-huh. as a follow-up to that. I didn't realize that this was a, a thing that happens for, like, these people that are critics on Rotten Tomatoes reviews. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, the Entertainment Weekly tag team their review for The Witcher to give it an F grade. One critic planned to review the show, but only watched half an hour of the premiere before asking for backup. The two critics mostly ripped the series apart back and forth. At one point, the first critic said he skipped ahead to Netflix fifth, Netflix's fifth episode. The Witcher's fifth episode. Critics not even giving all eight episodes a try before uh, giving it an F. So, I didn't even think about that. Like, how are you going to watch, like, you're only going to watch half an hour of an episode or maybe even two episodes of a whole season and decide that that's... that's not good. That's definitely a a very flawed manner of uh, critiquing property. Yeah, especially for what we just discussed with the time jumps and how things may not be what they seem. And so, it's a... Especially for a show like this, it would be important to see at least watch yeah. the first five in order. Like you can't just skip to the it, end. Who was this? What Entertainment site? Weekly? Entertainment Weekly. That's even worse. Yeah, that they're that's literally their job. Yeah. That yeah, that kind of is an issue where you don't want to, because they're probably all about deadlines. I imagine. Yeah. Or at least you would think they would be. Yeah, but you know what? I felt like shit that day, and we still watched all eight fucking episodes. <laughs> Yeah, I know that's what so, I'm saying. Is like they probably have a deadlines for that yeah. kind of stuff to be as relevant as they can right. with the, the time yeah. of releases. But like you think they would have somebody whose sole job is to watch that whole fucking show and then review it. Right. And then maybe just give their notes or yeah. stuff to the host or whatever. Yeah. That's really shocking to me. Yeah. Yeah, that's disappointing to hear if that's a thing that... Yeah. So, I mean, you know, with games particularly, like, that's a thing too, is like, how much do you really need to play to have a... uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, to have a proper opinion, like to... To fully grasp Appropriately critique it or, or to stamp a a number yeah. score or whatever yeah. on it. You should have a minimum you know, amount you have to watch. You know, and it's like some people think like, well, you have to beat the entire game. Right. Others say, well, you have to play every possible side thing, every collectible. You have to do everything possible mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. And others think you can just play X amount of hours and get the general sense of the game. Right. Um, and really, there's no answer because it de- depends on the game, you know. Right. Like, some games have mechanics that will change over, you know, X amount of time in the game. And mm-hmm. it could change the whole atmosphere of the game. Yeah. Um, so, 
that's kind of interesting to see that whole perspective kind of tainting mm-hmm. TV and movies. I never really thought of that. Yeah, I didn't either. In the sense of reviews. Right. Um, that's really bad. You you would want to at least watch half of it, I would imagine. Yeah. To even have some form of an opinion. Yeah. So, uh, but fuck Entertainment Weekly. Right. So you have enjoyed it, it yeah, seems. Definitely. Uh, does it seem to follow? Where does it follow? Does it follow the first book overall, or is it like jumping between different stories? Um, I know it starts out on a uh, a short story that I never read. Okay. And then there are some aspects of the first book, and there's actually a story that's kind of reminiscent of something in the first game, but it's also from one of the books. So, okay. And does it seem pretty similar to what you, what parts you are familiar with? Does it seem like it follows pretty well, or do they take their own direction with stuff? Well, once I figured out the, the time discrepancy, it seems like it follows, yeah. Okay. Whenever, like, and about... that that might have been their clever way to, uh, include multiple books mm-hmm. together, so they don't have to worry about time restraints. Yeah, of filling their story that they want to tell. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. When I read the books, I read the first two and a half, and then that's whenever I gave up and started listening to the audiobooks because I wanted to get through them faster. Um. So I could listen to them while I was driving and stuff. Yeah, that and, makes sense. Um, I, I kind of powered through them so quickly that I blend them all together. So I'm not going to be a very good reference as far as what happened in what book versus the other. Yeah, well, we don't need to get into like all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. I was just curious if it's kind of like they're taking their own direction with the property or if it's pretty, pretty safe to the source material so far so far it's relatively close the the one short story that they referenced i read up on the character and they missed a good portion of her backstory but um they, they, they could the probably go into that in the future they could potentially with, yeah. you know flashbacks or yeah whatever yeah. they want to do to right. tell that story if exactly. it's relevant to the season yeah um okay well i mean i enjoyed it i mm-hmm. uh, like i said i I had no real expectations, honestly. All I was there for was to see cool fucking creatures fight him and get their heads chopped off. Right. Pretty much what I was there for. Yeah. Uh, when it comes to the fantasy realm, you know, I that's what I'm into is the the creatures creature aspect <laughs> yeah. of you know you know interactions with man and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. I enjoyed the show. I kind of wish it was more than the eight episodes it was. Yeah. Uh, it definitely did not go the direction I thought it was going to go. I thought the first episode I had a grasp of what it was uh, for the story they were going to tell. Mm-hmm. And then they did not do that at all. Yeah. <laughs> at all. It was a lot more complex than I thought it was going to be. Um. But I do like how they approached the show because it felt more. Uh, I felt like you could really see 
the world they lived in mm-hmm. with what they did. It felt like they really tried to grow this universe or universe, not, yeah. yeah, world, yeah. Um, so I enjoyed it. I recommend it to anybody who obviously hasn't watched or not watched, but hasn't read the books or yeah. played the games because. I did not. Yeah, I don't think you have to have done uh, and that. And I really enjoyed it. I guess, obviously, if you don't like fantasy-themed things, then maybe don't bother. Because, right. I mean, it, if you didn't like Game of Thrones, you're probably not going to like this, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and I felt like this was a good blend of Game of Thrones and, like, Lord of the Rings, you know, for, like, the, the more... You know, Game of Thrones was more of a... I know it had dragons, but... You know, it was more on the real side, outside of the dragons, right? Mm -hmm. It was more about the interactions and political, you know, tactics of man. Yeah. Whereas Lord of the Rings was more, fight that creature and, you know. Yeah. Go on your journey. Yeah. Uh, And I felt like it was a nice blend of the dialogue and... uh, human politics of game of thrones and the fantasy hyper realism of lord of the rings okay i really enjoyed uh the balance of this show yeah uh so i really hope that they do expand on it with the next season which i guess won't be for a couple years from what we're yeah reading in articles that they uh not to expect it for like 2022 or something yeah which is nuts i guess i have plenty of times to rewatch it plenty of time yeah probably rewatch it again just get a better grasp on the stuff yeah um and this has really got me interested in even going to play the game even yeah uh which are three particularly right yeah uh which it seems like a lot of people have been inspired to jump back into it yeah uh they've had more of a user base uh with this because of the the show um i mean it's a really good game so yeah so i mean are we good on like spoiler free stuff i think so like we you know we're giving our rating we both like it yes uh we recommend it to pretty much anybody who is into this theme Mm -hmm. and wants a good quality show on netflix yeah if not, if you're not, if this isn't your jam, there's 370 other <laughs> yeah. shows and movies you yeah. can check out. It's not wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I mean, as tradition, we want to get into a couple trailers before we talk about our main movie topic. Absolutely. Uh, let's get into some trailers. Uh, we watched a few. Uh, Tenet finally had a damn trailer. I know, Outside right? of its teaser that like, did, was really didn't really show anything, but everyone yeah. seems to be in love with. Yeah. Uh, so, premise seems to be they are basically, they fake their deaths so that they can try and stop world-ending disasters. Yeah. Either from bad guys or whatever. Yeah. That's what it seems like And to it me. has like a very obvious time manipulation element. Either Matrix style or just kind of like the last Nolan movie. What was it called? Inception. Mm, yeah. Kind of had like that tone to it. Yeah. Um, 
looks fine. I was not like in love with anything I saw. We'll probably see it. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you feel about it? I agree. I um, I called it typical. Yeah. I, I was impressed with what I saw because of basing it off of the first trash uh, teaser. <laughs> yeah. Um, but And the trailer gave a little bit more insight to that scene in that teaser. Yes. With part of it. It did. Um, so that was interesting. I, I think that their premise has a lot of potential, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. It's obviously Christopher Nolan directing, and I'm, I'm pretty sure he helped write. Um, he's, you know, got a good record for what he does. Yeah. Most of his stuff is pretty highly enjoyable. And it uh, comes out, it has a release date of July 17th, 2020. Yeah. So, so I'm sure we'll have a few more trailers between now and then. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, it it had my interest, but it was nothing that stood out to, I can't wait to see this. Okay. So you'd say typical as well? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was it was a typical trailer to yeah. me. Okay. Hey, we had our first typical, I think. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> see, we don't like everything. Yeah. Uh, Stargirl is that DCU show that is now going to be on CW. Yes. Uh, they released a trailer. Uh, I don't know if it has an official date yet. It's just 2020. Sometime in 2020, yeah. Yeah. Um, what did you think of this? Um, I found myself just wondering what could have been if we just saw the Starman <laughs> series. <laughs> okay. So that premise had more, that was more appeal to, to you than, yeah. than her? Yeah. Okay. Because of the characters who played yeah. them. I was more interested in them. Because yeah. I well, I mean, like... it's no spoiler. I mean, yeah, Joe, Ma- Joe McHale uh, apparently is playing the original Starman. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was like a 1950s time frame. The... Was it? I mean, the vehicles look like they were from that era. Oh, maybe 60s. Okay. Anyway, they were very old fashioned, like classic looking cars. Okay. So, like, the premise seems to be he has this magical staff. Mm-hmm. That gives him a star-spangled suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something happens. He either dies or disappears for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And the staff only works from somebody who is worthy, worthy pretty much. It, like it that, seems yeah. like the Thor theme. Yeah. Uh, and this teenage girl uh, in more modern time. Who appears to be the daughter or... I mean, appears to be the daughter, daughter or maybe of the sidekick guy yeah. Yeah. of Starman. Yes. Which I assume is how she finds it. It's probably yeah. in their basement or some yeah. trash. Yeah. Uh, so pretty much it looks like it's a coming of age story for her. Yeah. Learning who her dad was and what the staff is and becoming Stargirl. Yeah. And wanting to continue the legacy of Starman. Yeah. Uh, and probably bonding with her father, it seems. Yeah. Um, who was played by Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson, is it? Yeah. Or no, Luke's the brother, right? Who's the other one? Owen. Owen. Owen, I was thinking of. Yeah, no, Luke is the one that's Yeah, says. Luke is okay. the one. And then who is playing uh, Stargirl? Do we, do we know who she is? She looks like she's a newer... Breck Basinger? Okay. Like, I didn't really recognize her from anything. Mm-mm. Uh, this show tonally did not look like anything on CW. It definitely looked like it was made for the DCU service. 
So it'll be interesting to see what they're doing because I assume it's going to tie into the CW Arrowverse now that they are going to shift it over there the next day. Yeah. Um, so I'm a little concerned that they're going to change the story around to fit that universe. Uh, but tonally, it looks interesting because it doesn't have that CW glamour pop to it. Mm. You know? Yeah. It didn't have that tone that CW shows have. Gotcha. It looked more cinematic to me. Oh, I see. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens with it. And then the cast, I'm assuming Joe McHale is not a very big role. Yeah. I'm sure probably the first episode, maybe some flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like he's going to be a big role in the show. Yeah. But I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah. Um, it, it seems to have a pretty good cast, though, so far. Um, I mean, we don't, at least I don't have a big knowledge of star girl or star man no not at all so this is all new to me yeah um, i think it, it's just typical for me personally. yeah i mean i'll be checking it out uh but seeing as like i said seeing as i was going to be on cw i'm not expecting a lot out of it yeah um and then i think the bigger trailer out of all of the things we saw was a uh, top gun 2 yeah which i guess is a sequel a long time coming huh? yeah no kidding uh, I've actually never seen Top Gun. I have not either. And I never really cared to, to yeah, be honest. Same. Hence why I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, I know it's a very big pop culture movie from the 80s. Yeah. Uh, I did have the Nintendo, uh, video game. Okay. Could never land the aircraft without blowing up, hitting the, uh, <laughs> the carrier. Mm-hmm. So, that was the only exposure I really had to Top Gun was the video game on the... Original Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, did this have your interest? Do you want to go watch Top Gun? I mean... Do you want to watch this without seeing Top Gun? I'm no. sure they're going to kind of... I don't. I would rather... I need. If we're going to see this, we have to see Top Gun. You think so? I think so. To really appreciate it? Yeah. Makes sense. Um, I thought that it was probably... It was cinematically good for a trailer. I didn't... It didn't pique my interest very much because I... Like, I'm still, yeah. I still just don't care. Yeah. Um, it was good for a trailer of what it is, but it was just typical again for yeah. me. I was very they, medium this week. Um, they clearly, uh, they clearly just thought of an excuse that they could get Tom Cruise to uh, learn how to fly a fighter jet. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They even in the trailer have like scenes that were clearly yeah just cameras in the fighter jet. Yeah. You know, watching him yep. fly, which I'm sure he had help. Yeah. I think he had someone in the cockpit behind. I'm I'm interested in it, especially since they're like kind of teasing that they're going to space. Yeah. At least that's what I took from like the ending of this trailer. Yeah. Uh, which I guess is like the next step, right? From flying planes, now flying planes in space. Yeah. Yeah. I. What would you rate it? Trailer trash, typical or treasure? That's gonna be a typical for me again. It's typical for me yeah. as well. Yeah, I got three typicals uh, this week. Did we have? Did we? I don't think I said for Star Girl. I guess you mine, did not. Mine was, was mine is typical. Typical. Okay, so we're we're just three typicals then. Yeah, three typicals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess it's we're making a, it up for very, all the other times. It's a very average trailer week, I guess. Yeah, because all the movies came out already. <laughs> or maybe it's because we were going to see such a highly anticipated movie oh. that anything before it was like, yeah, that's cool, but it's not yeah, fucking Star fuck Wars. Up? Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, I guess it was a typical week for uh, trailers, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, we have a little bit of movie news if you want to jump into that really quickly. 
Do you remember a time when people enjoyed watching people look like jackasses on TV? So, reality TV? Yeah. Yeah. But before reality TV oh, was a thing? Oh. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, you can relive that in 2021. Oh, joy. Because Jackass is coming back with a fourth installment in theaters. Why, though? Because this is more <laughs> cost-effective than having to put on the makeup to be old. They can just be old now. That's fair. And do the same shit. Good call. So, <laughs> they're going to save a lot of money on the budget. That's a good point. So, I guess, in simple terms, viva la jackass. <laughs> so, when is this coming out? I believe it's just, oh, it's March 5th. Your oh, birthday. Great. Great. Can't so wait. So, we can celebrate your birthday like jackasses. I'll pass. Or with jackasses. Yeah. Maybe both. Yeah. <laughs> We'll just be the people in the theater yeah. talking really loud mm-hmm. on our phones, mm-hmm. asking questions. Yeah, sounds great. Just so we can blend in. Mm-hmm. Maybe people will think that we're a part of the movie. <laughs> like we're actors that are that we're crashing planted. the theater. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I guess somebody decided that jackass needed to exist still. Okay. Some yeah. jackass. Some jackass, yeah. Decided to make another movie. Okay. We'll be sure to not care about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I liked it when I was, you know, in middle school or early high school. Whenever the hell it came out. It was like early I think it was high right? school, yeah. So I enjoyed it, but... I hated it. I'm kind of past that age where I'm, like, into that. Yeah. They kind of like keep trying to do this shit, like, mm-hmm. without the label, right? They had that movie within the last year or two. Mm-hmm. Something point. I don't know. It was action point, was it? It was like I a based off a true story, but like really like Dumb. exaggerated. It was basically an excuse for them to do their jackass stunts with mm. a plot uh-huh. to the to the reason He's using why air they're doing quotes it. For those of you who can't see, <laughs> well, I mean, if you can't see, then yeah, you're obviously blind. Right. So this movie's perfect for you if you're blind. Yeah. Because it's gonna be trash. I guess. If you just want to hear old men yelling about how much pain they're in with with hints of laughs in between. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, I mean, speaking of jackasses, mm-hmm. since we're on the subject, James Cameron strikes again. Oh, yeah? Okay. Tell me more. So, you know how he won't just go away mm-hmm. and he wants people to think that Avatar is the greatest thing that's ever existed? Mm-hmm. So, he's doubling down on that. That's not surprising. Yeah. And remember when he used to shit talk other directors who did great things with female-led characters mm-hmm. and saying how he did a better job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as a man, mm-hmm. he could tell a better female story. Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't he be able to? So, he uh, apparently decided that he was going to have comments about the made-up war between Avatar and Avengers Endgame record-breaking. Dumb. You know. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. So, when Endgame won that record, mm-hmm. took it from Avatar not too long ago. He actually was, like, you know, seemingly respectable and, like, congratulated them on social media for their win to first place, whatever, Mm -hmm. and just said something along the lines that it was just good for the 
industry that people are to see people going to the theater mm-hmm. which you know it's a very Just, pr move yeah not very james cameron like at all so now he's saying uh i think he was being interviewed or something and he made comments uh in regards to uh re-releasing avatar one because apparently they need to keep releasing it in order to keep number one Mm-hmm. To feel good about themselves. I don't understand why. Even though people talk shit about Endgame being released a second time for extra content. Mm. But it's okay if Avatar does it like a million times. Yeah. So he was asked, or I guess he was just giving his two cents on, that he thinks he could take number one again, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, I think it's a certainty, but let's give Endgame their moment. I don't want to sound snarky Mm -hmm. after I took the high road by offering congratulations. But they beat us by one quarter of a percent. I did the math in my head while driving in this morning. I think the accountants call that a rounding error. Yeah. So basically he's saying that it was a fluke in just rounding for what gave them the whatever percent edge on, on getting number one. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because, like, even if you look at the uh, small fraction that he's saying is an error, that's like millions of dollars. Yeah. Like seven point something million dollars, I believe it was. Yeah. That's not small change. That's that's a good chunk of money. Yeah. Just be quiet. <laughs> he's just a very conceited person, it seems. Yeah. He's done a lot of good movies, but mm-hmm. like he's just really in love with himself. It's mm-hmm. he's like the ideal person. To suspect smells their farts and truly <laughs> enjoys it. Yeah. I mean, what has he really done, though? Like, since Titanic... Okay, so he did do Avatar, but, like, mm-hmm. it was a very, very recycled plot. Mm-hmm. Nothing original about that movie. It was essentially Pocahontas. It was essentially every fucking yeah. story of two worlds colliding. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Alita yeah. Battle Angel, he was originally going to do, and then he ended up just being producer on it. Mm-hmm. That did decently well yeah but not like mind-blowing yeah, but again so. he wasn't really hands-on with that either so yeah he did a couple of like documentary things since titanic because people decided they like what he does with water i guess yeah but <laughs> yeah you're right then, he hasn't and then really he been was that... another producer role on the latest uh terminator which right. also was perceived poorly right overall yeah well so like i feel like appreciate and enjoy that you did some really great things in the 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And get over it. Yeah. You ain't all that in a bag of chips anymore. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you could be a bag of chips, but they're stale as fuck. Okay. <laughs> they're mostly like broken up crumbs at the right. bottom. Yeah. They're probably like salt and vinegar. Those are delicious. So I, mean, I don't think he's salt But again, they're stale. No. Are well, they okay. delicious when they're stale? No. No chips are. Okay, exactly. Okay. So, I don't know. I just, I have a real problem with people that are just conceited like this. Yeah. Whether he can back it up or not. Like, just shut up. Yeah. There's no reason to say shit like that. Just go about your business. Yeah, like. And walk away. Go do the thing. Beat the record again. And then say something. Right. But you don't even have to attack them. You could just praise yourself. Yeah. You know, like. Like, lift yay, your, I did it. Lift yourself <laughs> up. Don't put others down. Yeah. Like, you don't need the smear campaign to, like, make yourself feel better. Yeah. Because, guess what? They're both Disney movies at this point. Yeah. So, all you're you're doing is getting Disney fucking money. Yeah. 
of course they're going to want you to succeed because it gives them more money. Mm-hmm. And then when they're done getting that money from your movie, they're going to have Marvel go and succeed and beat you yep. to get them more money. And then what they'll do with Avatar 3 or 2 or whatever the fuck one it is, because he's apparently doing like five movies at once, Jesus. they're going to help with that too because it's just about numbers for them. Mm-hmm. Not quarter or half percents yeah. errors, according to how he put it. Yeah. Anyways, I just, so yeah, he's just basically smelling his farts about how he's going to take number one worldwide again with Avatar with a third slash fourth release. Because mm-hmm. it's been released many times. Yeah. And there's also a lot of loopholes as to why it was in the theater for so long. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Anyways. Should we finish the news? Yeah. Okay. He just he just got he just got my nerves. Got you there. riled up. Yeah. <laughs> got me all hot and bothered, and not in a good way. Yeah. So speaking of James Cameron, needing to shut the fuck up mm-hmm. or just be quiet. <laughs> maybe we should put him in a quiet place. Yeah, we should try too. <laughs> yeah. So that he can't talk. Right. And he will have to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Or get killed yeah just make sure we don't give him any sand so he can't be quiet walking around yeah he has to stand still too yeah we're gonna put the sand in his fucking butt so he <laughs> can silence his farts as he smells them maybe you never know i feel like that would make it louder actually yeah i probably would you're just here a bunch of sand <laughs> moving around in his butthole <laughs> all right anyway we're, we digress again oh right <laughs> right so what about a quiet place too uh, so, I mean, aside from having to deal with James Cameron being in their <laughs> movie. Yeah. That's probably a way to get rid of those creatures. Mm-hmm. Just have James Cameron talk about himself for a while. Yeah. For two hours. And then they'll just run away and kill themselves. Okay. So they announced what now? <laughs> but I digress again. Yeah. So Quiet Place 2 has announced that they are going to have a official trailer uh, on New Year's Day. They've already had like a teaser trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, roaming the interweb, which mm-hmm. is just like nothingness of them walking quietly. Is that what we saw in theaters? Yes. Okay. And then like they run out of sand. Yeah. Because James Cameron put it in his butt. Right. So I know that people want to know when trailers come out, but I also feel like whenever you say, well, there's going to be a trailer on this day, it's kind of like saying, we're going to have a meeting to talk about having a meeting. Like, I, yeah, you know, well, it, have you ever seen those, uh, premieres mm-hmm. to announce like the, like an announcement to mm-hmm. announce yeah. an announcement? Yes. <laughs> that's yeah. That's and the, like, what, that's I, what it when is. does it stop? Like why, when do we get to the point where it's like, okay, it's happening. Yeah. Just drop the fucking trailer. If I didn't see it when it was on TV or wherever the fuck it's going to be cool. I'll watch it on the internet yeah, five minutes at later. At some point you'll see it. Yeah. I just think it's odd. I mean, it's one thing to be like, okay, well, there's going to be a Wonder Woman trailer on the Super Bowl or whatever bullshit like that. Yeah. Like, the big ones. But, like, uh, sure. But at the same time, like, it's really fun to just get that thrill of, like... Organically coming across it. out of nowhere and not knowing it was even going to be there. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's like like taking the surprise. It's like making a fucking Christmas list. Just get me something you think I'm going to like. I don't want to tell you what I want because you should know. Yeah. I'm not going to check it twice. I want it to just be out of the blue. Part of the fun is the organic discovery of the new material. Not just like, okay, now it's this day at this time. I'm going to sit here with my eyes yeah, and whatever. And 
that's one downside to how big some franchises have gotten in pop culture and the media and stuff where like it's become more of an event to to report on it yeah and so you don't get that fun thrill of just being surprised by something like you know like with trailers alone you see characters showing up in trailers that would be a great surprise in the movie, but they show them because they know if they show it in the trailer, yeah. it's going to get more people to go buy pre-order seats right. before the movie's out. Yeah. And so it kind of yeah. lowers the the mm. enjoyment of finding uh, that out in theater. Agreed. So it's just another step with trailers now. They're teasing and hinting and announcing that they're going to announce yeah. stuff now. Um, and plus it's kind of a weird movie to do that for. Yeah. Because I feel like it's just like... Was anyone It was here? a really good movie and I know people wanted a sequel, but like... But was anybody like, oh my god, I can't, I can't wait until they announce there's going to be a sequel. Like, no, of course they weren't saying that because they would have been killed. Yeah, that's true. They had to be quiet. Yeah. Did you even see the movie? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, um... So they, I guess they also finally confirmed that Birds of Prey is going to be rated R? Yeah, so it's, I mean, I feel like it was, people were suspecting that for a long time, but it's apparently official now. It's going to be an R rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't help but wonder if this was maybe tagged on later because of the success of Joker. Yeah, absolutely. Because this movie was long announced before Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, and they never had any established rating on this thing. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of wonder if they were aiming for a PG-13. Mm-hmm. Because of the main logic of you get more people available to see the movie. Yeah. Which means more ticket sales. Yeah. And then Joker blew it out of the water with their... Yeah. Just make a good movie and people will see it. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I kind of wonder if this was intended to be a PG-13. They saw the success of Joker and thought, well, maybe we should aim for these R ratings, at least for some of these movies, mm-hmm. and try to take a different approach to Marvel since they have basically dominated the PG-13, you know, family-friendly yeah superhero market it definitely seems like dc is kind of finally picking up on the okay let's not copy marvel and everything let's uh maybe drop the whole shared universe situation and deal with these one-off character films because people are enjoying those i mean i want to see them do the shared universe but just like don't rush it yeah (laughs) just let it happen yeah and i'm sure it doesn't hurt for this uh this one that it comes out february 7th and they have a history of Movies that are R-rated doing well in February, such as Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, other movies that have come out, come yeah. out around um, Yeah, and like Day. other movies have shown, other R-rated superhero movies have shown that you can do well. Yes. Uh, you know, it wasn't just Joker. Deadpool, obviously, is the one who kind of started the started trend that, yeah. of, of doing R-rated superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, Venom wasn't technically R, but they kind of spun it like it was for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um, and that did really well. Mm-hmm. And then there's now rumors that they might be going R for the sequel, which it's not going to happen. Too because little, too late. If Sony wants that to be a part of the MCU, they're not going to have an R. But Birds of Prey, I'm not sure how I feel about the movie yet. I'm yeah. sure we're going to see it, but I don't know if I'm like 
really excited to see it. Yeah, I am not, like, passionately interested in it, but the fact that it's rated R gives me a little bit more respect for it, so I'm expecting there should be some, like, I, they didn't make any concessions, I think, so I feel like I'm more excited about it because I've, I've known that they're not cutting a bunch of shit out just to try to pander to a larger audience. But that's where I'm concerned that it's, like, the opposite problem, where it was intended to be a PG-13 movie, mm-hmm. and so I wonder if they're just gonna, like, half-ass force some things in to oh. quote unquote make it an R movie. Got it. But it doesn't feel like it was intended to be an R movie. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's where I'm worried. I don't think that it was intended to be an R movie. Okay. But I have no idea. Okay. I just Well, we'll have to see. The trailers we've seen don't really give any indication that it was an R movie. No. In my mind. And from what I read, it said something about basically like language and violence, which is Yeah. I guess language would be the only thing that would call it an R yeah. from the trailers. Yeah. Um, and I know that's just a matter of how many times you can say the F word. Yeah. Or, so sure, they could throw in a few more F words or, yeah. you know, call somebody a cunt. I don't know. Like, yeah. they can they can throw in some easy shit if that's what they're aiming to do. But yeah. as far as the violence, I don't know if we're going to see it be Deadpool gore. Yeah. So oh, Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how it turns out. I mean, was Joker really even that gory of a movie? No. It was more just kind of disturbing. Themes, I think. It wasn't really so much the violence, I don't think. I mean, there was There was the one scene with his ex-co-worker, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I don't think they really showed a lot of gore itself. That's true, yeah. It was just the themes behind it, I think. Mm. Oh, and then there's the, the TV interview thing that he did. It was a, kind of a problem. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's not necessary. It's yeah. not Deadpool level, but it's. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was yeah. again. That was a movie that was like they didn't have as much violence, but the violence they had was um, just on an intimate level, very disturbing. Yes. Um, um, it wasn't arcadey violence. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, Birds of Prey R rating comes out February, twenty twenty. Seventh. Um, February seventh. Yeah, February seventh. Yeah. Um. We'll see. Then our rating doesn't change whether I want to see it or not, to be Agreed. honest. Agreed, yeah. Uh, but speaking of violent movies, yeah. Mortal Kombat, they are doing the reboot movie, the long-awaited reboot movie. Yeah. That, you know, they've been trying to reboot this franchise for a long time. Mm-hmm. They've been still doing strong with the uh, game, mm-hmm. you know, the fighting game. They're at, you know, 11 or something now. They're always prominent at the gaming events and all yeah. that. Um, but they are rebooting the series for the movie side, and uh, it actually usually you see delays on movies. Right. They actually went the opposite route, and they are pushing up six weeks uh, earlier for the release. Okay. Uh, January fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Interesting. It was originally going to be uh, March fifth, your birthday, twenty twenty one. I guess they just didn't really want to compete with. Uh, it's a different year. Oh. <laughs> no it's not it's not oh it is okay they didn't want to compete with some jackasses i guess i mean i guess it's whatever <laughs> you know who is uh, making this one do you know making a new line cinema yeah i think they made the old one too so they must just have the rights for it 
Um, Who is that? Like, is it like a, a Warner Brothers? Okay. Yeah, WB owns Mortal Kombat. Okay. Um, I was actually, I kind of looked into it a little bit because I thought I remembered, I don't know why I didn't just like look up like five lines. Because I was like, I thought I remembered something else was coming out on that date too. There's a lot of movies coming out. I think, um, so it turns out that there's an untitled Disney live action movie planned for March 12th, 2021. And so there's speculation that they may have like been... uh, as in not a Marvel movie, as in like one of their cartoons come to live action. It just says untitled Disney live action, so I don't know. You think it's gonna but... be like a goose movie? I doubt uh, it. Uh, Disney's untitled S- goose movie. The the popular speculation right now is that it's reserved for Pinocchio, um, which is supposedly beginning filming in twenty twenty. I think that was the most expected. Yeah. Because I guess live action remake since um, they seem to be doing the older ones now. Yes, um, they have all of their other or most recently their other live action remakes have been released in March, such as Dumbo, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella. Um, so that's what people are are they suspect that it will be for Pinocchio, which is supposed to start filming in twenty twenty. Do you think that they'll do uh, that donkey scene in that movie if they make that? <laughs> I don't know. Talk about jackasses, you know? Yeah. I guess we'll just have to see. So that you was... Like where they, the kids are turning into the donkeys or some weird shit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Mortal Kombat. Yeah. So that was just what I read. The I was thinking, well, since that was coming out the week after, maybe they were like, well, we need to move it up. And they're like, well, we're probably done. So <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe they're just expecting they should be able to get it done mm, faster. I don't know if that's it. I think they just are moving faster along with production than they expected. And Maybe they had, like, a delay in production um, that ended up being shorter than they thought or something. Who knows? Yeah. I'm trying to see if there's anything about the budget on this movie. But, I mean, this is a great franchise to to make movies for. Because mm. they... Endless characters. They can easily make a bunch of movie sequels where they just keep fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Just don't kill them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not that you couldn't just bring them back with their... Right. Know, Plot devices and mystic arts and... Yeah, they can always just talk to the CW and ask about that, too. That's true. <laughs> they run out of ideas for how yeah. to bring someone back. <laughs> so you just call them something else. <laughs> okay, okay. Just let me write put that. a different color in front of the name. Let me just write that down. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, so this guy is just like Flash, but he like goes the reverse? <laughs> Wow. What's his name? Reverse Flash. Oh. I guess that makes sense. So you don't mix them up with Forward Flash. Yeah. (laughs) Ridiculous. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I've kind of gotten like a little renaissance of excitement for the Mortal Kombat movie because I like was cleaning up the house the other day and I came across like an old DVD I bought for like a couple bucks from best buy never mm-hmm. even opened it it was the mortal kombat uh legacy thing it was called yeah legacy. Uh, and they were like short films that were on like youtube or something mm-hmm. because it, it was somebody who was going to make like a grounded more realistic take mm-hmm. on mortal kombat yeah as a movie and that was like their demo i think to like test it whatever okay. show that it can be done and it turned it into like a like a web series, and uh, I just turned that on while I was cleaning, and I just like found myself really into it. 
Yeah. And then like I was like, is there more? And I found out there was another season, and I was all gung ho on. Yeah, I know. Give me any watching it, it, and I tried day. to buy it on Amazon, and a bunch of drama happened where they like betrayed me. Yeah. <laughs> Did they betray you? They betrayed me. Okay. It was very appropriate for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. You know? Just a bunch of added... Amazon just picked a fight with me. Mm-hmm. They tried to finish it, but I didn't allow that. Yeah. I, I, I countered, got my money back. Yeah. And then I ended up giving it back to them by ordering it on Amazon physically. Yeah. But I was able to get it slightly cheaper. That's on good. On Blu-ray. That's good. Yeah. So I'm expecting that in the next week or so i chose the non-rush delivery to get the dollar toward digital purchases mm, okay. in the future that's good i'm a thinker <laughs> so anyways i got i'm, I'm on this like hype for the, for this movie now and so yeah. i'm kind of like watching those things getting mm-hmm. more into the uh the anticipation for it so i'm interested to see what they do i hope it does well yeah um, it sounds like they're on a good track if they are going to be able to push it forward. Mm-hmm. They either think they're going to be done early or they are doing kind of what you were saying where they just want to tweak around their schedule for either other movies in their slate or they just don't want to compete with some other distributors. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But whatever gets it out early yeah, works for me. Yep. Unless it's trash, then keep the six weeks and yeah. make it better. Yeah. Do you have any characters that you want to specifically see in this movie? I don't know any of the characters. Oh. Just make up a name and I'll let you know if it's a character. Ling. There's probably somebody <laughs> named Ling. I don't know. <laughs> what character are you looking forward to seeing? Uh, I mean, it's not really that original, but Sub-Zero or Reptile would mm-hmm. be cool. Okay. Sub-Zero is like, I mean, I know he's in the movie, so that's kind of a safe guess. Okay. But, like, he's just, like, kind of a poster character for the franchise now. Gotcha. Him and Scorpion are pretty much always mm, going to be there. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't really know Mortal Kombat, Kombat uh, characters. But Reptile is basically the same character, but green. Mm-hmm. And then he has, like, a reptile form. Okay. He was in, like, the old movie, but it was just really bad looking. I was more of a Tekken person myself. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> well. You were into those polygon nipples, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean that that was basically it. Just yeah. it it's uh looks like they're speeding up the process for this movie's release. Mhm. So January 15th, 2021. So, all I have to say to you Warner Brothers is finish it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, and last but certainly not least in my opinion, Mhm. Cats is getting a re-release. Well, a patch, right? Yeah, yeah, as people are putting it, a yeah. patch yeah. on the movie to fix some CGI issues that yeah. people have with it. Yeah. Um, so, pretty much the news story is, fuck people. Yeah. Um, we haven't seen it yet. No. We're probably going to see it this week at some point. Mm-hmm. But people seem to just really want to hate this movie. Yeah. Uh, I have no clue what... The Cats musicals even like because I've never experienced it. You've seen the play. I've seen the play like three times. Um, So you have a better idea than I do. What we've seen, I don't see the problem with. Um, It yep, it looks like what it should. 
be expected to look like. I mean, okay, so I understand some of the argument of, okay, well, in one in this scene, at this second, you can see a fur-covered hand, and then one second later, it's just a regular hand. Yeah, like, I've that's heard... A, that's I've heard f- issues like that, so... That's I'm... a flaw in the processing or the editing, which yeah. is fair. However, what people need to remember is this is about a fucking story about people dressed up as fucking cats. Like, it's not... It was never supposed to be, quote-unquote, real cats. The fucking play, the whole thing, the whole, like, kitsch behind it is it's people dressed in cat costumes. It was never supposed to look like actual cat faces. Like, people are complaining, like, well, it should have been real cats. No, it shouldn't have. That is not the fucking point. What happened when they did the Lion King live action? Everyone criticized the animation of Mm -hmm. the facial expressions of the animals. Did they not? Yeah, exactly. So what do you think is going to happen if those animals are now singing for two and a half, three hours? Yeah, it's just stupid. People who are complaining about most of the things on this movie are... Again, haven't seen it, but having seen the musical and being very familiar with the musical, you don't get the fucking point if you're complaining about the things that most of these, like the the cat costumes and the the fact that it's creepy or whatever. Like, you know, just don't fucking watch it then. Yeah. It's obviously not for you if you're creeped out by it. It's supposed to be kitschy and weird and quirky and and funny and there's parts that are sad it's just like a weird thing and it's not supposed to be this huge big like oh it's so fucking perfect and it's real cats dancing around and whatever like no just fucking chill out people i will say uh people that i do trust and value their movie going opinions Mm -hmm. have said they hated this movie Mm -hmm. and that's a huge bummer for me to hear so i mean i'm not saying i'm gonna love it just because you know, I'm a cat lover, but mm-hmm. like, for all I know, I'm going to hate this movie, but I do plan to see it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, so far, I don't see what the big problem is from what I've seen in trailers. And they're supposedly going to even improve on whatever the problem is. Yeah. But it seems like people just want to bash on the premise of it rather than the actual technical issues of yeah. the CGI. And they're just saying CGI in a loose term of it's. Just the way they look, not the actual, like you were saying, the paws right. having yeah. issues like between frames. Yeah, I don't know. I'm definitely excited to see it because... Um, so, yeah. So they're basically doing a post-production patch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of what you see in video yeah, games these exactly. days. But it's going to be done as a re-release of the same movie. Okay. So, I so mean, some versions have it, or some... Some theaters have the update already and others don't. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And they said Well, that sucks because now we won't know which one we have. We do. We do know because there's a scene that someone posted, some person posted on the internet. They were like, this is how you know if you have the old version or the new version. There's a scene with uh, Judy Dench where she's got her arm in, she's hooked arms with one, with the other cat and, uh-huh. and, and she can see her arm. hand. Okay. And if you don't if you're not in that scene she's got like fur or whatever like it's fur covered instead of just a hand okay with her so wedding you don't ring. see any human hands and yeah you got the new one yeah so they're not changing anything of the actual movie itself they're not changing just the content the just the visual imaging yeah. of the cgi mm-hmm. on the, the animal. as far as i understand okay yeah okay well, I mean, I was hoping to try and see both versions to see what like the the real mm-hmm. difference is if it's really yeah. something that's well. We could try always try to go to the AMC and see the old version because I bet they aren't getting an updated version here. 
<laughs> Hell, they're probably even getting the movie. Yeah, that's a good point. Especially with the backlash, they're probably not going to bother trying yeah. to lose the money on it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so. Well, people suck. Yeah. But, um. Apparently, uh, you have a say in other people's properties and how they look and. Yeah. I mean, of course, the whole idea of, like, vote with your wallet. Like, that's, yeah. it's kind of like the premise of that. But and not it, with your fucking mouth. Don't, it, sh- and it makes sense. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you don't like something, don't pay for it. But, like, if you know you weren't going to see it anyways, then, like, you don't need to try and ruin it for other people. Yeah, yeah. Not that there's a sequel that you would make to this. But, yeah. like, yeah. other, you know, there's other movies and franchises that don't get sequels because... People shit all over people it. People shit on something that they didn't even care about to begin with. Yeah. Just because it was the cool thing to do. Exactly. So, it's unfortunate, you know, and I, I, I really wonder if what happened with Sonic, if that didn't happen and they didn't make those changes and people didn't essentially win mm-hmm. by crying until they got their way, I have to wonder if we would be in this position with this movie if people would be so vocal or if it would just kind of be like, that looks dumb and move on with their life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. You know, cause I kind of wonder if Sonic made a precedent that you can't affect change by crying. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, let's, are we, are we ready to move on? Cause I'm really excited to talk about what we're about to talk about next. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, let's just move on from, from the news. Yeah. To a galaxy far, far away. Absolutely. Dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> That's probably about as much as we're allowed to pretend to have the music yeah. anyway. So you guys know where the rest goes. Yeah, you know where the, you know what's happening. Uh, so Star Walkers, uh, Star Walkers, what? <laughs> Star Walkers, Rise of the Wars. <laughs> I mean. It doesn't not sound like a movie. <laughs> Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker is out, and we saw it. And I'm sure a lot of people have by this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, they, yeah, they did. I mean, pretty much every theater has, like, yeah. had majority like of their screenings are just this movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting, I mean, to me, that it only has a 55% tomato meter. For critics, um, and then, but it does have an eighty-six percent audience score, which is. And this is as a lot of better. The twenty-fifth. So as of the twenty-fifth, yeah. Depending or when you're 24th, listening to this. Twenty-fourth. Twenty-fourth. Yes. Yes. Uh, so depending when you're listening, it to may this, be different it's now. Probably much different, but yeah. uh, as of the twenty-fourth, it's fifty-five percent critic and eighty-six percent audience. Yeah. Um, another interesting disparity. I'm really surprised that the critic score is so low. Yeah, me too. Especially since this movie seems like it is quite the opposite of The Last Jedi, Mm -hmm. which was the controversial one. So it just seems like maybe people just like to not agree on Star Wars movies. Yeah, no, I think it's another one of those things I think people just like love to hate shit these days. And Well, I don't think it's that they even hate it. They just love to say they hate yes. something because yeah. it because it's makes part them of the... stand out from everybody who loved it or yeah. vice versa. It make, it gets them attention to say I didn't like it or it wasn't good. Um, there's also the, the hard part about things that are in a uh, trilogy or in a fucking deca, tr- deca trilogy. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it for this 
many movies. Uh, trilogy. Trilogy, they're, okay. They're seen as individual trilogies. trilogies. Okay, well, so the fact th- that it ties in, the fact in that there. it ties into such a huge universe, people always have a lot of information to say or a lot of thoughts on how it applies to the other trilogies and the other parts of the universe too so if it doesn't match up with something they saw in a different movie of the trilogy they're like well i hate it now so there's different aspects to take into account um so i assume i have to assume that the 55 percent critic score is largely related to how people feel that how they feel about this movie in relation to the other movies yeah i i i'm sure the last jedi has some impact on people's perception of this movie. Yeah. Whether it was good or bad in their mind. Yeah. Knowing this is, whether it's, I, I don't know if they've really said that it's intended to make up for what were considered problems in that mm-hmm. movie. But I'm sure people will assume that this is yeah. what they're doing because yeah. of a lot of this movie. Right. At least that's how I perceive it. Yeah. Yeah. So... I have to assume that that's why the the score is rather low, because I don't I don't think it was, I don't think that matches what it actually should be rated. Like yeah, the I, the audience score is definitely more accurate. Yeah, I think the audience scores are. I mean, usually just naturally more yeah. accurate because it's a larger pool. Yeah. You don't have people who are getting paid to do this, so you don't have to worry that there's the yeah bias or you don't have the person that's on there of doing what they are expected to right or that puts a review on there of like one sentence that thinks they're being funny or whatever yeah. like not or take not taking it seriously yeah i mean i've done reviews for rotten tomato as a critic for a site and i'll go and i'll check out like what other people will say about mm-hmm. the movie that i review mm-hmm. and i've noticed that sometimes people just have a clever line yeah that will be the theme of the movie yeah and they'll post that even though it has like no real relevance to what they thought of the movie there's no indication of what they thought of it yeah Yeah. i've noticed that it's it's dumb so um well we know what we know what the world thought of it what did you think uh i really enjoyed this movie i do not want to say i loved it Mm -hmm. um I, well, I loved it in the sense of it had a lot of what I enjoy in Star Wars movies mm-hmm. as far as like all these alien species and mm-hmm. space battles and right. like just it had it was Star Wars as fuck. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, it was very, very Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, I loved it in that sense. Um, plot wise, I felt like it was kind of weak. It felt like most of it just had like just I don't know how to explain it like. Like, there were a lot of plot devices. A lot of plot devices yeah. just to get to the next section. And it didn't yeah. really, like, flow that yeah. well. Yeah. Um, but overall, I enjoyed it. I, I feel like it was, a, it was probably my favorite of the current trilogy. More just because it was just a fun popcorn flick in my mind. Yes. Not so much because it was such a great story. Yeah. And, it wasn't You know. Very, I have like... no horse in the race as far as, like, hating one of the movies versus another. And, right. You know, this made up for the the terrible decisions of of the last some person, yeah. It's nothing like that. I just really enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. Has a lot of plot holes, I think. I found one thing particularly that I thought didn't make any sense uh, regarding the last movie. Yeah. But... I did too. I wonder if it's the same thing. Base Knights, 
so I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, like I'm like it's like going to see Transformers and be like, they wouldn't they wouldn't be that size. Yeah. Based off the vehicle and the right. the Yeah. Yeah. The physical area within the vehicle. Yeah. It's like Yeah, it's not believable. You know what you're there for. You yeah. don't don't look too far into exactly. it. Exactly. I totally agree with you. My my impression is very similar. I think it was really it was a fun Star Wars movie. Um, I wouldn't expect any uh, Oscar Oscar winning plot uh, exposition. Uh, there were yeah. some holes and some inconsistencies, but yeah. if you take it for what it is, it's just a Star Wars movie. Yeah, the only Oscars some... this movie's getting is Isaac. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's already got one of those. Yeah, it's got yeah. three of them. Yeah, <laughs> one for each movie. Um, so I think it was good, and I like. I'm not. Um... No, this movie probably is going to get Oscars. <laughs> is it realistically? It probably oh, will for okay. a category. Oh. I, I mean, it's not going to get best movie. Oh, okay. It will get for something though. Oh. I mean, Star Wars. Come on. Yeah, I know, it's but the I thought... end of the the Skywalker saga. It's going to win something. I just assumed, even that... if it's like a it's charitable win, it's going to get something. Oh. Maybe music. Suicide Squad won a fucking Oscar. How? For what? This is oh, that going was costume to win. design? Yeah. Okay, whatever. This is going to get something. I, I just kind of assumed Star Wars was one of those types of movies that didn't get Oscars as well. So, I could be wrong. That could be why the critics score so low, too, is maybe they just don't see these it's as not this respectable like, movies. Yeah. Because critics are typically smug. And full of fart and smelling. And too yeah. far into what they're reviewing. Yeah. Like they're was looking... it fun or not? Yeah, there's a Did lot. It tell a good story. Yeah, if you're yeah. analyzing it for its like greater implications in the world, then yeah, it maybe is. I don't know if it's good or not, but <laughs> I liked it. Um, yeah, so we both enjoyed it. Yes, and I would recommend it. I would too recommend this movie. Yeah. Um, as far as do you need to have seen the last two movies? What do you think? I know it naturally um, does follow the events of the last two movies. But do you think they kind of I briefly think... summarize the the past stuff for you to? Yeah, I think you could watch it without them, but I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, there, I feel with the uh, those relationships that are with the exception of a few characters that mm-hmm. uh, you may need to have more backstory on yeah. based off their conversations that don't really say a whole lot of who they are. Yeah, you just kind of have to know. Um, I would say, aside from those, you could probably get by without seeing the other movies, but... Yeah, you could, you but you would be confused well about all. why people were doing certain things and saying things, and it'd be... It wouldn't quite be like going to see Endgame without seeing any of the other movies, but it'd be like... No, you can't see that movie. I know, I know. It wouldn't be quite that bad, but it <laughs> would be... You can, but wow, would, would you be confused? It would be like maybe seeing uh, Iron Man 2 without seeing Iron Man 1. I don't know. It, like, there's some things that are set up Wait, in the first... So, who is this guy? <laughs> there's just Man? There's some relationships and such situations that are set up in the first two that I think are important and helpful to understand why. Otherwise, you're going to be like, this person's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. So... <laughs> um, you definitely would probably want to see the original trilogy as far as... Not because you need it for the plot, but just... just understanding the lore. More... Not to believe in the lore, just oh. kind of to have that intimate, more intimate level of absorption from this. You know, yeah. like it 
there's stuff that really feels so much more impactful yeah knowing the other things yeah. even if you don't necessarily need to know them for the movie right i um, agree of the original trilogy right i would say anything else you want to say non-spoilery before we move into our spoiler discussions of the movie no i think it's time to go to spoiler town okay do you want to just throw like a non-important number score to to this movie I'm trying to I'm trying to decide if we should make like a rating system for yeah. movies. We're we're tossing it back and forth. So if you have an opinion on that, if you think we should have a number rating system or some kind of rating like a label. A label to apply to it rather than yes or no. Like green, <laughs> yellow, red. Yeah. Uh please because email us. Are easy too. Yeah, email us at dtfpod at gmail.com if you think we should do that or if you don't. So we have some opinions from people yeah. who listen. Um, but just to have something for today, even if we change it tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, why don't we go with just a number? Of uh, one through? One through uh, 1.7. Okay. You don't like that? One through 1.7? No, I hate it. Okay, well then I guess we'll change it to 2.4. Fine. Fine, we will go with five. One through five? One through five. That makes more sense. Three being the best. Okay. No. <laughs> you are really complicating you this. You can't just be straightforward with this. <laughs> Fine. Five being the best. One being not the best. <laughs> one would be like, I never... I. I'm really upset that I've seen it, and I wish I hadn't. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> based off our trailer stuff, okay. one would be trash, one would be trash, three would be typical, and five would be a treasure. True, okay. Boom. Okay, so I'm going to give it a four. A four? Yeah. Out of 1.7? No, out of five. Oh, right. <laughs> we changed it again. Okay. I would probably go with a four as well. Okay. Because I am a poser. Yeah. And not confident <laughs> enough to give it a five. Okay. Because yeah. I have some. There's some things. That some things be... that I felt could have been better, even though I really enjoyed it. I yeah. can't say I'd give it a five. Right. So. Just if... for my future reference, though, if we use this number system or something like it, are we using the point fives or are we just doing straight numbers? Just straight numbers. Straight numbers. Okay, good. Yeah. Good to know. Okay. So, mm-hmm. got got a straight up four. Yep. Out of five. Mm-hmm. Lightsabers. No, yeah. I'm kidding. No, we don't. We're not doing that. <laughs> I mean, we could just do a different theme for every single movie. We could. <laughs> well, have we covered it all? Uh, I I don't know. If we covered it all. But I mean, we covered a lot. We covered way more than we, I thought we would all ever All we cover. intended to, at least. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd say we are good on our talk of Rise of the Skywalker. Yeah. I was trying to think of what I said earlier for the joke where uh, you like fumbled the words. I was gonna try. Oh, to Star Wa- Starwalker, I think. Starwalker, Rise of the Wars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Starwalker, Rise of the Wars. Whatever. Uh, spoiler review. Yeah. If you enjoyed our spoiler-free talk on Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker, please check out our spoiler review where we get into the nitty-gritty of a galaxy far, far away. We had so many thoughts and opinions on this movie that we couldn't even put it in our main episode because it was too large to upload. Let that sink in. So come join us as we dissect this fiction 
talking Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. And remember, it's spoilers, so either have seen the movie or don't give a fuck. Hope you enjoy. So if you're still here, we appreciate you listening, and uh, we hope that you will tune in again next week. We're planning on doing a review for the whole season of The Mandalorian. Yes. We'll be watching the final episode when it comes out, and uh, we're going to start like thinking about what we're going to talk about, and that'll be on our next episode. It's very yeah. exciting. Probably won't be as thorough as this, but... Eh, probably not, yeah. But who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I guess you'll know if you tune Baby in Yoda next week. Baby Yoda probably knows. Baby Yoda definitely knows. Uh, so check us out next week for that, among other things, the usual news and and stuff for TV, movie, and games. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcatcher. We appreciate any reviews, especially on iTunes. Apparently, that's what gets less exposure of according to the internet. Um, even if you have direct feedback for us, we would love to hear from you via email. Our email is dtfpod at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions or feedback, um, we are happy to hear from you. Yeah, for sure. Subscribe and rate us. Yes. I'm making an effort to emphasize it because yeah. that's what I've heard you need to do. Yes. Yeah. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you can also find us on DTFCast.com or follow me, Steven, on social media at ClassyCatDad, particularly Twitter and Instagram. Yes. You'll, you'll get all of our pop culture interest and, uh, some cat stuff. Lots of cat if, stuff. <laughs> if, if the title wasn't spoiler enough. Yeah. Spoiler alert. There's a lot of cat stuff. Well, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to do the bye-bye thing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.